Are we on? Are we on? Hello? We're on? <laughs> Welcome to the hideout. I'll have Pink Shade. I'm hanging out with you. Let's hit the open. What's up? We got an echo. Yeah, we got an echo, too. But they can't hear it in D.C. No. Hold on. Let's play a little bit more of this hit. Jamming out to the sounds of Spitzer's whore. I love how they thought this is a new open. <laughs> it might be. All right, let's do the open now. We're going in. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you. Staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the hideout. It is Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. Now, what's going on? Do we have anybody there running the board? Is our normal guy not there and they just popped us up? What's going on? I don't know. I'm getting this on the Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio. What the F? <laughs> and then I say... Did I type that? No. Uh, then I say, great question. <laughs> when I have an answer, I'll let you know. Welcome. All right, listen, I don't know, boys. Um, we got a serious echo coming back. So whatever you're repeating back to us. Yeah. Like say, if you got our mics in both program and audition, pop it out of audition. Or if it's auxiliary, just auxiliary. leave it in program yeah. and take everything else out. Are we there? Did that work? Nice. Oh, look at that. Fixing <laughs> fixing issues from thousands of miles away. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs on a Saturday night. How are you, my friends? Uh, we are here. We are live. And I guarantee the way it started will set the tone for the rest of the evening. So if you want to be a part of this, um, why? 
Just ask yourself why. But if you do, if you want to put yourself through that kind of torture, 800-636-1067 is the phone number. Hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger that I'm sure the internet will crash sometime during the show. Hideout Radio is the name on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideoutradio.com is our website, but if you really want to go to a website that has anything going on, hideoutheretics.net is the fan site where they talk about such things as our shortcomings. Yes, actually. And when's the show going to end? And I hate it next and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Dro Silva sucks, even though he does That's true. And he is going to be the new Glenn Beck. All right, my friends. Um, yeah, wow, what a week. Yeah. I a lot mean, of stuff going on this week, yeah, personally, you know, uh, professionally, and uh, in the news. Yes, absolutely in the news. Once again, Barack Obama getting busted with a high-class prostitute and the governor of New York with his crazy preacher. And Actually, you, know, you got those two flip-flopped. Uh, Elliot Spitzer. I did not flip-flop. I maintain the exact same position on every single topic that I talk about. Elliot Spitzer is the one that got caught with the hookers. Governor of New York, Elliot Spitzer, caught with uh, in a prostitution sting. And uh, Barack Obama's preacher is the nutty anti-USA anti, uh, preacher. Oh, okay. All right. Well, nonetheless, I should... Pay closer attention to the news, mm -hmm. and that's going on. Like Dub said, there's a lot of personal and professional stuff, and uh, whatever. We're really just filling time until Joe Radio starts at 9 yes. o'clock. That's really when the excitement happens. It's the Joe pre-show. It is. It really is. So, uh, 800-636-1067. I know we wanted to start with the Obama thing, but do we want to get into... I mean, we can go either or. I'm not going to lie to you. Part of... All right, let's explain what was going on. Okay. Um. Uh, oh, it was Terry who was there. Terry's running the board. Hello, Terry. Uh, <laughs> um, last minute fill on the utility button was on, ah. and that's why we're getting the feedback. So anyway, we were listening to the song by the high class prostitute. Yes. Uh, not only by high class, but. Oh, yeah, Yardstick of Death, we're also going to talk about as well. People are demanding updates on YardstickofDeath.com yes. and the blog on that. Mm -hmm. So that was the song, if I'm sure you've heard, uh, everywhere by the, uh, what is her name, Alexis Dupree? Actually, Alexis Dupree. That's a great name. Yeah. That's a great stripper name. What's her real name? I think that is her real name. Ooh. So, turns yeah, her, out... Her family set her up with her future <laughs> right from the get-go. Uh, they really did. So anyway, that was her. That was her tune. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I was we, saying, we play stuff down the line before we go on the air, just so everybody knows that uh, in DC that we are ready to go. Everything's connected correctly, and that's what we were playing was the Ashley Alexandra Dupree song. And for those of you that don't know, it, we are uh, we're in Tampa as we do this mm -hmm. show from our hideout in Florida, but. We were playing the song, and I love it. And part of the thing that I was telling Dubs before the show is, this chick is going to be a star. Oh, without a doubt. But it is going to... She's well on her way. She got she got some run this week that you can't pay for. Yeah. You know, people are getting like a Brooke Hogan. Uh, she tried <laughs> to get this uh, with, with that reality show and everything, and she couldn't get anything going. This, this girl, this hooker got so much run for and he, 
she should be happy with the five grand she made from the sex. But she's getting millions of dollars in promotion this week just for being a hooker and having a decent voice. What's funny is I honestly believe this is Britney in reverse. Britney is going to end up the high-class whore. And she started with the music career. This uh, Ashley Alexa Dupree mm-hmm. is going to go the exact opposite. Starting as a high-class whore and then ending up one of the biggest pop stars in the nation. And I got to say, God bless America. Yeah. I mean, this is this is fantastic. I am now hoping that my little girl grows up to be a hooker. Because there is nothing more celebrated in our society than being a hooker. Well, there, there's a thing, when we've done it in radio, and I think everybody has to do it in their profession, it's called pain dues. And I think this is what she's done for the last, you know, five to ten years. She's paid some dues, and now uh, Client 9 got her the pub that she needed. And let's not pretend either, by the way. I love this uh, Elliot Spitzer picture that they plastered everywhere. The one of him, you know, kind of puckering his mouth and those big ears just flopping out. And let's not pretend either that there aren't other pop stars around the nation who didn't have to spread mm. so that they could get a record deal. And that includes in sync with that creepo, uh, Lou Pearlman. I don't know this for sure, but... Well, yeah, Lance Bass has already come out, so I'm sure that uh, some service has happened between the two of them. So play the song a little bit, because I, I mean, I was sitting here saying, you know, while we were listening to it before the show, she's so hot. And, like, you can hear in the way that that she sings uh, and she kind of shrieks a little bit she has to be an amazing lay oh without a doubt and with the photos and first of all she sounds like a sister you know what i mean she doesn't sound like a white girl oh she even uses the uh, term my boo which is racist yes, yes. if it's coming from a white person let's be honest let's turn that up now everyone's seen spitzer and what he looks like he looks, you know what he looks like? He looks like he should have gone to clown college. Yeah. Because he looks like He that. looks like Dumbo. What was the name? Shakes the Clown? Shakes the Clown? The, uh, <laughs> the, what's that guy's name? Was that it, movie? Was it, which, which is the one with Bill Murray? Is, or is Bill it, Murray was Quick Change. Yeah. Shakes the Clown was with uh, that really annoying guy, um, Bobcat Goldthwaite. There it is, Bobcat Goldthwaite. So, yeah, he looks like that. And I can't imagine this guy going down, meeting in D.C. at the Mayflower and rocking it. Because we've seen... Yeah, he hasn't rocked it. I guarantee you that. It was... Uh, I bet, guarantee it was soft and a lot of sobbing was in uh, involved. Not on her end, on his. It was salty. She should be the one with shame, but he's the one crying. It was salty because of the tears. Yes. Are people are saying this... This is awful. Are you kidding me? I, not- I, it, it, it's it's an awful brand of music. I don't like this music. I never have. But for what it is, it's good. This is this is sex music. Okay, I'm typing this back to Falcon. You are gay. Because <laughs> he said, talk more about her boobs. And nice play less of her Play less of her crappy music. I'm trying to find more pictures of her. They're everywhere. By the way, let me say this. This is simply uh, a ploy to get MySpace profile hits. I think this whole thing was set up by her to become a hooker so that she could get over 7 million views on MySpace. So she can get more friends? Yes. That's still 2005. <laughs> 800-636-1067.
So anyway, all right, you can turn the music off. No. All right, Falcon comes back to me on the AOL Instant Messenger. If by talent you mean boobs, then yeah, she has lots of it. Um, I'm telling you, you couldn't hear this on the radio. You could absolutely hear it on the radio. You couldn't hear this get talked up by that douche Kane uh, over Hot 99.5 or Albie D talking it up on XM. I could hear that. It's going to be a hit. And then, of course, you got what's-his-name already swooping in. Um... Hustler man, Larry Flint. Larry Flint's getting into it. I love the people from ABC News are like, I personally talked to Larry Flint, and he said it'd be tasteful. <laughs> and then he's like, it didn't look Vogue. <laughs> Just like the pictures in Vogue. Yeah, except for there's there's less um, hair and let me see, water sports happening in Vogue. That's where it all started going downhill. All right, Dubs, you had enough. All right, I need to get to the hook. Get it? Oh, because she's a hooker? Yeah. So anyway, they say apparently the song's been downloaded. She's made like 200 grand off of the song already. It's already getting played on the radio as it is here in the hideout. Also, too, uh, I never want to hear from a chick again that this is not, that, that this is a man's world and that this, this world is set up for men. Because as you can obviously tell, this is a woman's world. Mm-hmm. Women can dominate this world and and travel up the ladder so much faster than a dude ever could. Because of the power of her boobs and a nice tan. And this is the other thing I never understood too. I never understood how a girl could be ugly. Because all you have to do is not eat and tan and then even get a boob job. And, and you can be a star. Yeah, without a doubt. You, there's no reason for you not to be a star. It just requires... A little bit of work. 300 calories a day, maximum. Mm-hmm. Laying out in the sun with no suntan lotion. And that's it. And then maybe if you need three grand for a boob job. And that's all you need. That's all you need to be a, a successful woman in America. And you got all these women running around D.C. on K Street. In DuPont Circle, trying to really do something positive for the world, all excited about Hillary Clinton. A hooker, a hooker got more run this week than Hillary Clinton. Rightfully so. At least the hooker has been is really defined, and I guarantee she's going to come out what uh, positions she took uh, with the with the uh, with the governor. You can't get uh, Hillary Clinton to. You know, nail herself down on one position or another. Yeah. Thinking about that. You know, Bill ain't taking care of it. 800-636-1067. No. Uh, Jack Mayoffer says, I'm seriously moving out of this country if this is our priorities. This is our priority. We are so ashamed of it and we're so afraid of it, but our priority is sex. And the nasty sex that you can get if you were a bald-headed loser with the hottest chick uh, that I've seen in a long time. And you know what I like about this girl? She knows she's a filthy slut and she embraces yes. it. And she's proud of it. And that, and it, and she has more legitimacy, though, because she didn't do it on camera. If she was on camera, we'd all be like, oh, there's no way she could be a serious pop star. Yeah, But, but she because just, we uh... haven't seen her... 
actually perform those awful acts. All we know is she's done a lot of them, and uh, you can get her for enough money. So that's all guys need to know is that if they if they save up money, they can have sex with this pop star. And they're going to keep on buying her album, and they're going to support her no matter what because they want they want a taste of it for five thousand dollars. All right, I got this from one of the heretics in the AOL Instant Messenger. She should go on that Pussycat Doll show. She should. She should. She should be the new Rachel Ray. Because I finally watched the show with that girl. And she's hideous. That she's a little thick in the bottom, but <laughs> a come thick, on, thick everywhere. She has a linebacker's rib cage. <laughs> that hideous woman. It's but it is. It's it's funny that this girl is going to be a hit, and I love it. And so I'm all about it. This this song when you first heard it this week turned you on. Yes. Are you? you, you what you called it was a batch song. Oh, and, it's well, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is one of those songs that, like, if I were a teenager. First of all, if I was a teenager and I live in Tampa, I'd be having sex with my teacher. But if I were a teenager, I'd probably run a batch to this song. Because I've done that before. I've run a batch to a song. Yeah, I, I used to when I was a teenager, but I, I don't think I could ever do it again. I don't think I can get the the uh, stimulation from a song anymore. It takes so much now. Yeah, but you hear, like for me, I'm a lot about audio. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of hear what she would sound like if you were doing it. You know what I mean? And then beyond that, too, you've seen her. You've seen her with next to nothing. My yeah. sessions end up being about an hour, and I really have to look at, like, old war footage, just some nasty, disgusting stuff to feel anything anymore. Well, you're dead inside. I really am, at least sexually. All right, Scarecrow said, this, is, this girl is a pig, a real slob. And then I was about to call him a mo, and he said, oh, by the way, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Because you know what? I will say, she's not hot, hot. She's got a great body. Her face leaves a little something to be desired. But that is a battle, that is a battle-worn face. That is a face that has seen a lot, a lot of things. You know, I just, uh, Googled... <laughs> Spitzer's undercarriage. I Googled Ashley Dupree. Uh -huh. Maybe she's going under Alexandra Dupree. I can't, because there's, there's this one Ashley Dupree who's all over the uh the net and she's kind of like a eco type person so this hooker has totally ruined this lady's image forever she's gonna have to completely start her whole uh movement over again yeah uh, 800-636-1067 that is kind of funny that all of a sudden you have like a regular old name you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then some whore comes along and then completely ruins it for you. Yeah, I'm sure there's Dro's out there everywhere who just pissed. This douchebag has come on and Dro Silva. That's mm -hmm. right. That's uh, that's the new radio star in Tampa. <laughs> so anyway, my friends, that is what was going on at the beginning of the show. We were playing that, and <laughs> and we were just you know we're really digging it, and I really thought it was cool. And they say this girl, man, she's got a whole like history. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of badness that I suppose that has happened in her life. Really? And you wonder where these girls come from. And the other thing too that you're hearing a lot about is how these chicks there are a lot of them out there. Like what? girls, women are really making this their their side hustle. And they're making really good money on the side. And you're not talking about girls that are all 
jacked up. You're talking about girls and women who have legitimate jobs and careers, but know that for one night they can make what they make in a month. And that's why I say it's a woman's world. You can get what you want if you're a pretty girl. If you're a pretty girl or, you know, even if you don't even have to be really pretty, you just have to be willing. Because there's so many guys out there who can't get it from a pretty girl or a girl at all, that if you're just willing to have a little dirt to you, a guy's going to buy you whatever you want. How much money would you spend on this chick? This chick, I would put, I would drop three grand on her. For one night? I, you know, if I really was hard up, yeah, I'd put three grand on her. I, I think that's a bad price. Let me ask you this. So, for some people, they're like, what? 4300 for a night for four hours? That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's Imag- nothing that you can do all, all the time. Imagine, though, how much money, and this is why I've always said about when it comes to prostitution, imagine the amount of money a dude who looks like Spitzer would have to spend over the course of a courtship to get to where he would for that one night. You know what I mean? And Spitzer's a billionaire. You know, is he? Yeah, a billionaire. He comes from a billionaire family. He has money coming out the wazoo. It doesn't... <laughs> Was that on the smoking gun? Yes. And uh, and yeah, it, it doesn't matter to him. Why would he care if it's four thousand, five thousand, or two hundred dollars? He's going to give this girl. I mean, it, it, he wouldn't go crazy and give twenty thousand, but he's going to give these girls whatever they want for a little time because he's never going to spend the amount of money he has in his account. See, I've been thinking about this a lot. We were really close to making some really good money at one point in our careers before now, mm-hmm. and I always thought, looking back on it. I think I could go to a prostitute. I really think that I could. I would have no problem doing it. I would just have to... Like, more and more as I get older, it seems okay. Me and a bunch of the uh, people here up at the radio station in Tampa were just looking at hooker photos in in the uh, area here and just saying, you know, is it worth it for that? And a lot of times, yeah. There's a lot of nasty ones that I wouldn't pay $75 on that they were asking. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple there for like three or four hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, it's not a bad deal. Why not? It's just a Live great level. Yeah, it's just it really is fantastic to see a young girl's dreams come true. <laughs> she moves to New York. She wants to become a pop star. She wants to go hang out. She wants to be known. And before you know it, she's got nearly eight million views on MySpace. Two hundred grand from people playing her song offer of millions and millions of dollars to be in various nudie magazines and soon a tour it's going to be a tour it's going to be an actual arena tour and then also a tour at various hotels around the nation i think it's positive it's good it's the this is now the personification of the american dream you ask more most middle school high school girls if they would rather work hard work like this girl did to mm-hmm. get where she is, or work where their grandma did, who maybe came over and immigrated. You know what I mean? They would rather be Dupree than grandma. I guarantee you, dude. I don't know if they There's would. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't but. know if they would admit to it, but I guarantee you they would take that route. I mean, they always people want to marry rich, and they want to, you know, they want to marry into wealth. And I, I think that's just a form of hooking as well. If you're just marrying into wealth because the person's wealthy, you're sleeping with them for, for, for money. You aren't doing it for love. You, aren't, you wouldn't do it. The, the uh, wife of Elliot Spitzer right now, she's a hooker because she would not have ended up with that ugly guy if it wasn't for the amount of money he had.
You know it's funny. You're right. Because and I don't want to sound like we're hating on women. I do. Well, yeah, but I'm not. I'm. I think it's kind of unfair that a girl could just go out and get forty three hundred for a pop for a night. You know what I mean? Wonderful. That's not right. That seems a little wrong. But I'm not going to complain about it. You, on the other hand, you say that they're all. Well, I I think the majority of them, at least the ones that are slipping splits here. I don't think he's had. I don't think he's had any woman that's not a hooker in some form or fashion. You look at most of the guys on Capitol Hill too. Most of the senators, most any of those dudes, are really ugly dudes. And why is it that their women are with them? Because usually they're it's with money. a hot chick. Money and power. Money and power. That's it. So don't pretend like you're even better than the rest of us either, because no. you're not. And well, you're better because you've got more money because you're able to get better whores. But you're not better. Man, I tell you what though. I wonder if the amount of sex has gone up this week. And I mean that. Why is that? Because I'm, I'm looking at pictures of this chick, and I'm hearing her song, and I'm thinking, dude, you know, I need to get some. Yeah, you know who else? Mm. That chick who was sleeping with the 15-year-old in Tampa. The, uh, yeah, the that teacher? Made, that She's made, hot, too. That, that one, that one's gotten me a little riled up. Yeah, that made some national news. Yeah. We got another teacher in our area that got busted with a 15-year-old guy, special ed kid. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's, in getting... special, he's in special ed as the retard told. You don't ever, you don't say anything when you're getting something like that. And Joey, my, when I grew up in middle school, when he was banging the librarian, he didn't say anything. He said something to us. We all thought he was cool. We all knew he was banging the librarian. And, well, I, I think the reason why a lot of these teachers have hooked up with the special ed kids, they all were always a little bit more um, gifted in the... Below the oh, belt right. area? That's, that's, no, it's serious. That's an unfair stereotype. It's not an unfair stereotype. If you ever had a gym class with one of these retarded kids, you'd look over and you'd be like, my God. What a waste. It really was. I would stare Turley. at it. I'd stare at it and just go, Jesus. You're mouth-watering. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. We really wanted to save that for later on. We didn't mean to start with it, but everything kind of got screwed up and we were on the air. <laughs> literally caught our pants down listening to uh what's her name El ashley electra alexandra alexandra dupree in the emperor's club vip the high price hooker for governor spitzer oh you shocked that no one had the headline spitzer or swallow <laughs> i really thought that was going to be a great headline someone was going to have it somewhere I Nothing. figured someone would have the uh, testicular fortitude to come out with it, but no one really, At really the took the least, lead. At the least, New York Post, you're, yeah. you're, you're you letting me ball. down. Absolutely. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll see if we can start the show normally. Uh, it is the Hideout, Hefan Dubs, 800-636-1067. Uh, when we come back, I do want to, for a moment, praise Barack Obama's preacher. <laughs> So we'll do that next in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout.
Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Doves. Live on a uh, Saturday night, if you want to be a part of the show, 800-636-1067. It is 1-800-636-1067. Check out the website, hideoutradio.com. More than that, for those of you that are just now discovering the hideout is back, go to hideoutheretics.net. That's hideoutheretics.net. And you will be able to uh, get caught up on old shows and previous shows. So if you want to do that, <clears throat> just uh, go do that. Hey, Dubs. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for coming back. Hey, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm here for you. I know, I know you are. So anyway, very interesting week. Kicked off by the Elliot Spitzer thing. One other thing about that, and I didn't know this, but apparently February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. is a big day to be with the chick that you're cheating with. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess it's because the the other girl feels like, hey, why aren't you spending Valentine's with me? Well, she should know. Yeah, but, you know, it's one of those things where... I wish I was with you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then, so you uh, spend the day before with her to kind of appease her. So you don't have to, I don't know, go poonless right. for a few weeks because she's a little bit jilted over it. Right, right. Um, so anyway, that was also kind of interesting, too. The other big news this week was the fact that, uh, I guess, Barack Obama's preacher, mm-hmm. they finally dug up some old footage on this cat. And you know this story better than I do. Yeah. What is it, Dubs? What happened? Well, um... This was, a, and I'm not sure, or I don't think anybody's really sure on who who uncovered this and sent it out to the Let's media. Let's just say Hillary. Yeah, it would. Uh, I would imagine it would be who he's going against right now, Hillary Clinton. Um, released uh, this preacher, and it's uh, Barack Obama's preacher of 25 years. He's been going to this church, Reverend Jeremiah Wright. Yeah, Jeremiah Wright from go- the Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago. Yeah, been going to his church for 25 years. Um, and Barack has kind of distanced himself from it, but he hasn't actually... Which I think is a problem. <laughs> no. Uh, but he hasn't actually given a, a good explanation on why he has continued to go to this anti-American Jeremiah Wright preacher. Right, let, well, let's play this for a moment. Now, let's keep one thing in mind as you listen to this preacher. All right. You're not on AM talk radio. You're not sitting around with your parents. You're in the hideout. I want you to listen to this with hideout ears on, okay? You're in the hideout. We use fake names, aliases. We encourage you to call up with a fake name. Now you're just, you're, you're, you're encouraging N-bombs. That's I, what you're encouraging. I want you to listen to this like we're hanging out in our special place, the hideout. All right, go ahead, Dubs. Play this. Barack knows what it means to be a black man living in a country and a culture that is controlled by rich white people. Hillary can never know that. Hillary ain't never been called a n- Hillary is married to Bill, and Bill have been good to us. No, he ain't. Bill did us just like he did Monica Lewinsky. He was riding dirty. The government gives him the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God 
Now, I'm glad uh, little John had a career before before the music. Bombed Hiroshima, we bombed Nagasaki, and we nuked far more than the thousands in New York and the Pentagon, and we never batted an eye. We have supported state terrorism against the Palestinians and black South Africans, and now we are indignant because the stuff we have done overseas is now brought right back into our own front yard. What's the problem? 800-636-1067. Um, well, for for one, he's a psychopath. For he, one, he's a fantastic orator. I will give him that he is entertaining. That guy, I would not stop listening to. Incorrect. Not correct. He's far from correct. Right, what is he saying there that is incorrect? Incorrect. All right, let's, uh, let's play it again, and we'll pause it after each one of his contentions. Okay. And we'll decipher what... I, seriously... I'm sick of the smear campaigns. You know this was waiting for when it really was going to come down. There's no doubt that uh, I'm Hillary's surprised. people are probably behind this. I'm surprised that she didn't release it before a bigger primary, before it was almost eye hand for her. All right, let's play this. Barack knows what it means to be a black man living in a country and a culture that is controlled by rich white people. All right, pause it right there. Is he right or is he wrong? He's right there. there. Now, is that wrong for him to know what it's like to be a minority run by rich no, white people? Not at all. Then, what, uh, I, then I, what's I, wrong? Racist. That, that part isn't wrong. But I, I'll tell you what: this guy has risen to the the point of being a, a strong contender for the highest office in the land. It's not like he's being held back a whole hell of a lot. What do you mean? Who's being? Who the preachers get to be a? No, no, Barack Obama. And so, so what does he, that have knows, to do with anything? He, they're saying he has more of an uphill battle than Hillary. When concerning? I, concerning? Because uh, he's black? Because he's black. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily true with her being a woman. Uh, it, it's. I think there's a few studies that came out this week saying that uh, 8% of people would not vote for Barack because he's black. 15% mm -hmm. of people will not vote for Hillary because she's a woman. So I think if you go by those numbers, Hillary has a little bit tougher time than even Barack does. No, not at all. It's not even close. Because people, when it comes down to it, they'll fall in line more with race than they will with gender. I don't know. They will. All right, I, let's, let's, I, go, let's go to the next one. When point. I see a person, a black person, uh, I, I'm more apt to see a person than when I see a woman. I think, oh, she's going to be annoying. Oh, she has no idea what's going on. Just let the men talk and you go make me some stew. Hillary can never know that. Hillary ain't never been called a n right, well, I hope not. Pose uh, yeah. Because it would just be completely out of place. I guarantee, though, she's been called a bitch. She's been called the C word. Kind? No. Mm. Uh, she's been called um, a whore. Uh, she's been made fun of for her ankles, which I think is just holding her Now, up. let me ask you this. Are any of those as hurtful as the N-bomb? I think the C-bomb, as far as women go, can uh, they get just as mad over the C-bomb as black people do over the N-bomb. You think that's just as harmful of a term? I, I don't think it's just as harmful, but I think they get just as offended. I think in culture, the C-bomb... I, I don't agree. I do not agree at all. I do not think to women it carries the same amount of weight than as if a uh, person was to drop an N-bomb on a person. 
800-636-1067. So, so far, now, we got, I, so hold on, let me come, we'll keep a count. So far for this preacher, it's gotten two things correct. One. Two. No, because I think uh, he's... he's does, no, does she know what it's like to have the N-bomb dropped on him? No. All right, then, he's correct. Now, I will say, I was witness yesterday to a rogue N-bomb hitting a black man. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I work a second job, which is uh, in the food service industry. And one of your people, Jefe, a Spanish guy, dropped the N-bomb on uh, a black guy at my work. Because the black guy called him a Chico, which I don't know if that's really offensive. Is that offensive? Chico? Yeah. Mm, nah. But he got offended by it, so he ended up uh, dropping the N-bomb, which I think was a little bit over uh, over the top for Chico. That's what I'm saying. But now, yeah. Beaner could hurt as much. You think so? Man, a- ask, uh, ask uh, Big O when Dukes throws that around at him. See if he doesn't want to punch him in his throat okay uh let's let's go ahead and go uh so so far my man's my my preacher who i am now going to be donating twenty five hundred dollars to is what you have sex with them two for two uh maybe you don't know go ahead hillary is married to bill and bill have been good to us no he ain't bill did us just like he did monica Lewinsky. he was riding dirty all right pause that no. Agreed. No. He, How? Was, he was riding dirty. He, he was, I think, the most compassionate president to minorities. Would you agree with that? No. Why not? Who was? Because he uh, went about all those welfare reforms. And by nature, that ended up hurting minorities who were trying to get out of poverty. Who is more compassionate to minorities? Ronald Reagan. <laughs> now you're just making up... You're making up points. All right, so we got three correct. No, there that was, one is absolutely not uh, correct. Right, listen, for the for the sake of the argument, if Barack was not in I'm this gonna, race, black people would be praising Bill and Hillary. I'm going to give this one a tie. It wasn't that it was correct right. or that it was incorrect, but that was a that was a tie. Okay, because he really didn't even make a real assertion there. He said he just wanted a reason to say riding dirty, which I'll be honest with you is now going to go into my vernacular. Riding dirty. I think he's even using that wrong. The government gives him the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God bless America. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating our citizens as less than humans. All right, now let's pause it there. Okay. For killing innocent people. I think his rhetoric and his um, anti-white, anti-American... He hasn't said anything anti-white yet. Yes, he has. Where? And with the, the, uh, what we've talked about? With Yes, with the um, the uh, original one with uh, the... But, uh, uh, Barack knows what it's like to be a black man in a world run by rich white men? Yes. Is the world it, not run it, by it, rich white men? It's divisive. No, and a lot of them are Jewish. They're white! No. Look at and, all the white guys. It's white guys that are topping Forbes. And you got Oprah later on down the list. I'm not hearing anything that's disagreeable. He's talking about for black it's folks. It's divisive. And uh, if it's a, a matter of white people killing innocent people, I think in the black community, it's he, even more prevalent. I think he was talking about Americans. 
He's talking about Americans killing innocent people, and probably through wars and inter, you know intervening in sovereign nations and such. And then the we whole saved, idea we saved of, more of, innocent people than we killed. Of course, yes, a few uh, ill-directed uh, bombs mm-hmm. are going to blow up some babies. Boohoo! It happens, but we do that so we can save more babies than we kill. We're like house. Dr. House will kill five babies to save a hundred. And that's what America will do. Alright, so I'm going to say he's correct on that no, one. No, he's not. He is. That's three correct, zero for incorrect, one for a tie. We bombed Hiroshima, we bombed Nagasaki, and we nuked far more than the thousands in New York and the Pentagon, and we never batted an eye. Now that, again, was bombing that saved more lives than took. Don't you, you cannot disagree with that. Don't you think that was taking the easy way out? What? Dropping bombs? You don't think that was taking an easy way out? Of course it was. You have to take the easy way out of war. You don't think that we could have used other means to stop that war than dropping bombs? How? Now, now his contention is and didn't really even bat an eye, meaning it didn't really mean anything to us to drop bombs it like didn't? that. It didn't? We, we cheered, we were excited, we were like, yeah. We, because we the like, war was almost over. We like, you don't think it was a tough decision for our, our higher-ups to drop a nuclear weapon? I'm talking about the collective the collective people as a whole in the world, in, in, in America. You don't, you don't think that they were like, oh my God, look at all those people, those poor yes. people. You know, instead of, wow, look at us, look at the power we have, flexing our muscles I, and showing off the length of our Dugans. <laughs> it wasn't a Dugan flexing match that's exactly what it is that's what war always is i'm gonna have to throw another correct one down for you're him. a hippie no that is absolutely incorrect it's if you want if you want to give yourself the other two you gotta give me that one mm-hmm. we have supported state terrorism against the palestinians and black south africans and now we are indignant because the stuff we have done overseas is now brought right back into our own front yard now, can you explain that one to me? To me, he is saying by us getting involved with the affairs of other nations, how is it that we can be surprised that eventually it is going to come back to us? We that are eventually not surprised. we are sowing the, the oats, or we are reaping the, uh, the oats that have been sowed. We are not surprised that this comes back at us. Um, that's why we, we put billions and billions of dollars into defense, because we know some of this stuff could come back on us but they're bad people that we're going against we're killing bad people of course bad people are going to want to kill us so we're always the good guys yes every single time america's been right in whatever we've done Mm, there was a whole proclamation made a while back stop (laughs) you're such an ass 800-636-1067 all right so i'm giving my final count is I can't remember if I gave him a correct for that last one, so I'll go ahead and no. give him another one. Uh, that's five correct, zero incorrect, one tie, when really there was no. nothing that it was said of substance during that. Well, um, yeah, man, i got to be honest with you. I'm not hearing anything wrong with this. I don't understand why Obama's backing down. He won't, he won't jump up uh, by this man. And it is anti-American rhetoric that will... Uh, I mean, is, this is, is it, something. This is something that will affect whoever is in office. If if this guy is yelling in your ear for twenty five years, and you sat there for twenty five years and haven't walked out, 
It is something that is in your consciousness. But you don't think that's in your consciousness as a positive thing? because no. oh, Well, because now you're taking a look at history through a different point of view and realizing, you know what, maybe we're not always right and maybe we should really think before we go in and do things I think that, that affect the rest of the world. I definitely think that that is something that is a positive thing, but for that to be your only view, I guarantee this guy is not had one speech that's been pro-America ever. We can't be bad all the time either. No one's saying that we're bad all the time. Where's where uh, something in there that's positive? Riding dirty. That sounds pretty positive to me. How old is this man? I don't know, but it's ironic because it looks like a white guy. If you ever looked at him, if you saw his photos. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK half and dubs talking about this... Uh, I'm going to say Preacher of the Year. The next fall Reverend well. Wrong. The next fall well. He's Reverend Right for a reason. Let's be honest. And I just, I'm not hearing anything. Look, to me, and why I told you to put your hideout ears on, well, because of the fact that I always, I always question anything that we're kind of told. And here is a guy, for one thing, most people don't know what it's like to be a minority and to look at what's gone on in this nation. Like, you, 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 you're told one thing, but you're never told the whole story. And that's all you got to look at it from. Here is a black man who grew up through everything that black men had to grow up through. Who, Brock? And, no, I'm talking about okay. the preacher. That grew up through everything that black people had to go through in the 50s and 60s and etc. And you... You wonder why the guy's a little skeptical about the greatness of America? You can you, wonder. Do you want a guy like that sitting there pounding his chest, up, being a cheerleader about how great everything is? No, you but consider I would like, all, of the, uh, all of the things that he probably saw? I would like to think that um, people recognize when there have been uh, steps forward. It's not like... Of course there have been steps forward. That's the whole point of Barack Obama running. But there are obviously... We're not ready for that. We're not ready because... How can you say we aren't ready for it? He's leading. He's leading now, but then something like this gets brought out. And this I've gets brought out about every candidate. It's it's the presidential race. Just because you're black or a woman, you don't get a pass because it, it, it'll be racist if you bring it out about a black guy. It'll be racist if you bring it out about a woman it's or not racist. Sexist. It's not racist that brings it out. What's racist is the reaction to it. The reaction to the white, same. white people are scared because they think that Barack Obama is going to go in there and be a militant Black Panther, and change, and make everything better for black people. And white people don't want that. No, we have, no nothing, thank you. You don't want it. No, there's That's nothing. That's exactly what you said. No, you don't want it. There's nothing bad about making stuff better for minorities, for white people, for anybody. You've I had your time. There, the, you can, if, you're, if your message Look is you positive, did. if your message is positive, fine. If it's negative against someone else and you're downgrading everybody else because uh, you want to bring your side up more, that's attack ads happen in race and in politics all the time, and they are dirty and, and nasty and wrong. So I don't care if it's if it's a race thing or a political thing. So this is just this is this guy. This is his attack ad on America. Yes. So we can't ever say anything bad about our country. You can. You can criticize. But just being uh, Here's what's angry. Funny. Here's what's funny. Go ahead. I'll let you finish your point. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's funny that 
we think that everyone's supposed to have the same perspective when it comes to America. No. That somehow, We're supposed to have a conversation, though. That somehow, and you're yelling at me, and I don't appreciate that, <laughs> that somehow white people and black people and Mexican people have ha, all had the same experience Absolutely in this America. Not. And that's why it's like, and that's why white people are shocked. Oh, my goodness. How can he talk about America this way? What's wrong with him? America is great. But for black folks, the vast majority of time in America has not been good. In fact, it's been horrific. But it has been better and everything okay, it's keeps been better, on moving forward. But you can't look back. Look, and we're talking about being better in like the last 25 years, yes. 26 years. Over the span of a country that's almost 300 years old. Mm-hmm. So for people to wonder, oh my God, how could this black preacher say it? Well, imagine being him. That's all I'm saying. Imagine being this guy and seeing everything that he saw. Yes, it, it's been terrible. Uh, there, I'm sure he is not. Then what's had, so wrong with saying it? Because you have to have uh, a forward-looking mind and not be so divisive. If you keep on dividing like this, nothing is going to get better. But has Barack Obama ever said anything like this? Why is this? Why is what this because, guy? No, that, like, should you be held liable for what your crazy uncle says? I think if I lived with him my or, whole life, and that was BJ, if that's been uh, a voice in my ear that I've taken great uh, stock in and really do you kind believe, of molded as a father figure, yes. Do you believe everything your father says? No, because he's not a father figure either. I pretend like your daddy loves okay. you. Okay. I, I think. Um, do you, a lot of times you end up being a different person from your father? Because of everything and, that he says? In a lot of ways, yeah. But you always have a piece of, and I think everybody's gone through this, where they're like, oh my God, I have turned into my father, or I've turned into my mother. Maybe through your actions, but not in your beliefs. Actions are are basically what we're worried about here. So, what, what's the fear then? I need to talk to white people. What is the fear? Why does this scare you? Why, seriously, why is this preacher a big deal? Because there is a threat of terrorism in this country that if if you are siding on the fact that America is bad, you're siding on the fact that these terrorists, they have a point. They have a, a legit reason to take planes and to uh, run into stores with bombs. They have actually a good beef, and we can't have that from our our commander-in-chief are you insane so again it's not about realizing it's not about trying to understand where they're coming from you obviously have to understand where they're coming well, from no, but we, you can't no, agree but no it doesn't mean that you agree but it's not about understanding because we because that's our problem we sit here and we think oh my god how could they have attacked us what could we have ever done that they would ever want to attack us. We're That's so, a legit question. We're so great. We're, we've done all this great stuff. Why would they have ever attacked us? That's the question. And then the answer would be, and whether it's correct or not, but voicing the answer of, well, you know, it, it might have been because of the time that we interfered in Saudi Arabia, or it might have been the way that we treated people on the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan. Or it might have... Now, I don't know, but you know, it might have been this stuff. This is maybe whatever their delusional reason was, and their incorrect reason was, maybe it's 
well, maybe this is why they did it. Maybe they don't just hate us because we have a McDonald's at every corner, but because of some of our actions. Of course, that's why they hate us. But and they and they have a clouded reasoning because of their their religion and their fanaticism towards their religion. Where if we put one foot in their holy land, they want to blow everybody up. Uh, so, so now you are saying that Barack Obama cannot be president. I'm not because saying he's, president because he's siding with this preacher who sides with the terrorists. Yes. Wow. If you've made that connection, then so is the rest of white America. And that's that's why Barack Obama won't be the next president of the United States. And that's why this tactic has won. Because and on, if on my news talk radio station, by the way, and I do say my because I am took the PD gig, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later on. It, every single one of my shows was talking about this exact and same I, thing from the same point of view. And I will tell you this. If it came out, and I, I support John McCain, and if it came out that Pat Robertson was in John McCain's ear every night or he's been going to the church of Pat Robertson, I would not vote for him either. Well, what's interesting, though, is that no one's ever been like held W to the standard of... We always, you had, have. You we had always Bill, have. We did. You have Billy Graham in your ear. You got Falwell in your ear. No, but like I'm talking about other places other than in the hideout. So you got to see we hold people responsible for it. And here's but the vast majority of white America. It didn't matter if they were spouting off anti-Semitic views. But now all of a sudden it matters if this guy's putting off and, his point of view. And I think this is one other thing that hurts Barack race. Obama. Everybody thought that he was different than the other candidate. And I, I always said that he wasn't. I will say that to a T, that everyone was setting themselves up. Everyone was setting themselves up for a mighty fall with this cat. Not that I didn't think he would be a good leader and that, he's a great, that he wouldn't be a great orator, but you knew something was coming. Mm-hmm. You just knew there, there's obvious. There's always something for everyone. Anytime and, and, you build someone up. And I think, I think that's his shortcoming as well. Uh, position himself on the uh, candidate of change when there's not really a big difference between him and the rest of the Democrats. It's not a, a huge change. 800-636-1067. I just... I, it's just funny that... And maybe it's not you, but how people are shocked that there are people in America that think these things. I'm not shocked. Because for a lot of people in America... America is not great to them. America has not been good to them. And that's the point. And that's what a lot of people... And when you grow up and you and you see some of the things that your own country has done to you or done to your grandfather or done to your people, whether it be internment camps, whether it be slavery, whether it be shooting them as they're trying to come over to this country, you're going to be skeptical about the greatness of America. Not everyone gets to live in Northern Virginia. Not everyone's living high on the hog in Northwest. There are people in Southeast, and what are the people in Southeast saying? What are the people on the Green Line saying? They're saying a lot of this, and why are they saying that? Because they're living in a different America. That's the point. And that's what Barack Obama's trying to bring together. Well... All those people have bootstraps, and they need to lift themselves up by them. Point made. Can't pull yourself up by bootstraps if you don't have boots. 
All right, loafer straps. Take a break and come back. I'm going to say this. Preacher of the Year. And I don't know if there's an award that goes to it. Um, maybe he'll win something at the MTV Music Awards. He could present. Him and a, Diddy? Yeah, he can present a trophy, a moon man, to my new favorite pop artist, Ashley Alexandra Dupree. There's no way you can play them both at the same time, can you? No. Mm. Riding dirty. Riding, I can. Riding dirty. In the hideout. Dubs is going to put them together real fast. We'll come back with the remix. Man, oh man. Barack knows what it means to be a black man living in a country and a culture that is controlled by rich white people. Hillary can never know that. Hillary ain't never been called a Hillary is married to Bill, and Bill has been good to us. No, he ain't. Bill did us just like he did Monica Lewinsky. He was riding dirty. The government gives him the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God America. That's in the Bible. That's a great remix. I love it. Smash them up. They're both my new two favorite pop culture icons. I I just can't wait to see that we find uh, Reverend Wright is client number 10. And then it all comes around full circle. It's a hideout. Comes home to roost. Riding dirty in the hideout. FN dubs on 106.7 WJFK. Join the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Now they're totally gay for each other. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. Or we will destroy this place. Back in the hideout, Saturday night, hour two, Jefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Be a part of it, 800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. Hideout Radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hit us up on there. Hideoutradio.com is a website that we have. And uh, the fan site is hideoutheretics.net. Also, you can find some stuff on us on fullblownaids.com. Um... There's a few others out there, but just go to those two and you'll be able to navigate from there. Certainly. Uh, I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. How was your week? We haven't really got to talk a whole lot. We've talked enough. <laughs> so angry. You're militant almost. No, no. It's just, you know, it, here's what it is. Let me just be honest for a moment. Mm-hmm. Everything we've talked about. 
everything we've talked about tonight, Spitzer and uh, the Obama preacher, it's all the same old, same old. Every time you get excited about something happening or something changing or something new, you think, well, here you got a guy who you think is going to come up and clean up, clean up New York State. He's just as crooked as the rest of them. Here you have a guy that you think is going to be able to do good for the nation. And for whatever reason, whether he is black or not, just because he happens to be the other the person you're running against, mm. you tear him down, you smear him. <laughs> that is what has to be infuriating for the people in the Democratic Party, that Hillary and Bill want to win so bad, they're willing to dismantle the party to do it. Yep. That has to be very, very just... It, you have to be angry over that. No regard. That's why, I mean, those of you who listen to The Hideout know I'm a Democrat. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly independent, but I'm a Democrat. And my independence is going to make me vote for John McCain, if it's Hillary McCain. Without a doubt. I, I if it, Even if it's Obama McCain, I just... I. Because you're racist. No, it's too much like you are socialism. Racist. You ra you're racist if you do not vote for <laughs> Barack Obama. And you hate war heroes if you don't vote for John McCain. It, 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 both of them. You, can you understand that's the debate we're having? Like, that's seriously what's yeah. going on in the country. I mean, that's you're, what you have to do. You have to break it down really, <laughs> really bare bones for everybody. That, um, yeah, if you don't vote for uh, me... You're racist. Well, if you don't vote for me, you hate America and uh, American uh, war veterans. Oh, and then imagine they play this clip and they talk about a Barack and whether or not he hates war veterans. And and then here's he won't the wear a pen. Here's the grand shut up. His lapel pen. Where is it? And then here's the grand sum of it all. Nothing gets done. And we're back in the same old, same old. Yes, I'm talking to you. It's your fault if you're a staffer, if you're a government flunky, and you ain't getting nothing done. That's why we're doomed. Now, what don't you like about Hillary? Everything. I mean, she, a lot of, most of her policies are the exact same as Brock's. I don't like her. You don't think that she will even act on her own policies that think, she's uh, running on? I don't think she's going to get anything done because automatically 75% of the country is going to hate her. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to get done. And Just like point, W? If at any point we need something to get done, it's now. I also don't think that she deserves to be president based on being the wife of a president. That ain't experience. Yeah. It's very odd to me that people have bought into the fact that she... Guess she what? has uh, any kind of real experience. Guess what? Next week our chicks are going to host the show. My girlfriend and Dubs' dog. Enjoy that. It'll be basically kind of like this mm. relationship where Except I yell at... Except more lapping. Where I yell at Dubs and Jenny will just be yelling at Cody. Get down! Oh, it's true. I hate your dog. <laughs> but I can't decide... I brushed her this week and I, I, I think I pulled about three pounds of hair off of her. Yeah, There's I know. heavy. I know. There's weight to that hair. And it's all over my house. Ass. Um, then I, I stumble upon this website where you can see who's given what, like who's ever made a donation ever. Mm -hmm. And I see that my ex-wife has donated a grand to Hillary. Don't you give money to her? Yeah. So you've donated to the Hillary campaign. Yeah, exactly. 
And maybe that's another reason I don't like Hillary, although I literally just found this out like in the last hour. And I'd love to sit there and debate her as to why she would be for Hillary. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I, I would I would have never imagined. Well, she's a black woman. I know. but I would. Well, have, I don't know if everyone knows. I would imagine just because of her views and how she she's always been a person who has looked for a different candidate. I, I would imagine she'd be more of a Barack person, not by not in just race alone. I don't know, man. <sighs> what can I do? Tell you what I can do. That's run a batch to this Dupree chick. You know, it's Hot. it's odd because there's something about it too. She like she looks a little tarted. Yeah, people are saying, "Hey, I thought Hil uh, Latinos loved Hillary." I don't even know why that is either. I don't know what she's done for us. There was, there was some NAFTA. Yeah. All right, thank you. You gave us jobs. <laughs> you gave us American jobs. Thanks, Clintons. Um, but there's something about this chick and the fact that she's done stuff to Spitzer. Mm hmm. That kind of excites me a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. I, if she was just a regular chick and she came out with an album, I'd look at her and be like, eh, not, not, not mm -hmm. that great. Yeah, she's all right, but not that great. Knowing that she took five grand from the Spitzer guy and his frail and his seed, yeah, his frail, just uncomfortable body was all over hers. That turns me on. You know what it is? It's a porno. Yeah, because it is. You know, porno dudes for the most part they'll they'll pair up the bald, ugly dude with the hot chick, mm -hmm. just so that you feel yeah, like it, I could be in that scenario. You know what? He can do it. So can I. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to get some sex tonight. I got to. Yeah, this, this is some... Like, I'm looking at a picture of her right now, one of her MySpace pictures, and it's her in her room with the one finger covering her lips, like a oopsie almost. She's on Pal Talk, right, with Ron and Fez all the time, that girl? I'm not Casey Elon. No, I was going to say People Against Censorship, ah. HTG. Anyway, 800-636-1067. I was just uh, kind of shocked. So as far as the rest, oh yeah, the rest of my week. Um, well, it's official. I've taken the position of program director that we talked about last week. Yes, you are now the program director. The boss, I guess. Hefe is the boss of two stations in Tampa. I'm the area stink. I'll make you program director. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, the air is not for you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I decided to take that gig, and I am now program director. So How crazy is Major market program director, Drosilda. Yeah, of two stations. It is kind of loony when you think about the whole, like, anyone listening now, mm -hmm. and just remember, knowing what the hideout is, and then what it was, and then the fact that I'm a boss. You're a boss of a conservative talk station. Right. And I'm on the air. And of a sports station. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. I think I partly took the gig just because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I, how it came about. Wow, that was a lot of stumbling to get mm -hmm. to that. How that came about was I was the first person to really find out about this. The uh, bigger boss came up to me and said, does Joe want to be PD? <laughs> like, what? Well, there give was... him a call. See if he wants to be PD. I'll give him the job. All right. And then you were in the uh, the airport going to Dallas. Hey, do you want to be the PD of these stations? <laughs> What's funny, too, is like 
I've had conversations with CK, who's mm-hmm. the program director of WJFK. Just talking about it gives you a whole new perspective on radio. And How just, so? And I know Don too was mm-hmm. has been PD as well. You just you got to deal with your management. You're a suit for a little. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're enemy. Yeah, and you got to balance budgets and people and such. It's really ludicrous. And the more and more I think about it. They got a nice office on the tenth floor in Tampa yeah, Bay, overlooking, overlooking the bay. Overlooking the bay. How do I turn that down? I get to tell you what's what. I'm gonna sit down that Michael Savage and tell him you need to you need to pull back on Barack. It ain't cool, O'Reilly. Don't sit the doctor down. The doctor will will school you. So how was your week this week? Anything happen to you? Um, I think I may have gotten a, a full-time job at this station as well. Not if Maybe. I have anything to do with it. You don't. I have a That's the beautiful thing about your position. It's just puppet. <laughs> um, I had a, a bad week to start off with. You know, I was very depressed. We need to talk about that because we have not kept up with the yardstick yard of, of death. death. Yes. actually, That's something I, that's been talked about over the last couple of weeks here in the show. Mm. You were going to start blogging yardstickofdeath.com. I was supposed to start this week. There's a yardstick with a gun on one end and a bullet on the other. For every bad day, you move the bullet one inch closer to the gun. If it ends up getting there, you have a net total of 36 bad days. Dubs kills himself. Mm-hmm. We set this up, this bit up forever ago on XM. Someone set up a website for us. We got everything going. You were supposed to start blogging and you haven't yet. I will start this week. Why can't you start last week? Um, Did you have more really, good days or bad days last week? I think it was a wash. I think I, if it was anything, it was one more bad than good. Then I think we should start it from okay. last week. Okay. So I'll, now you re- have... I'll recap last week tonight, Yeah. and I'll start blogging every day tomorrow. Is it going to be hard for you to blog every day? No, because I do have... All you have to do is... blog. See, that's the thing with blogging. That's why it's so awesome is that you write one sentence, crappy day, one inch closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not even like you got to write a long dissertation. Right, I'm going to... Like you could even spell dissertation. I think it's a matter of just getting that going. So what was wrong with this week overall? I started off the, the preacher, week. <laughs> Spitzer, to bring you down. Uh, Still bummed out over Swayze and Favre. Is Swayze dead yet? No, I saw this thing where he's still smoking. Good. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you quit at this point? Why wouldn't you uh, keep on smoking? Why wouldn't you go visit a few hookers? Mm-hmm. I, would Would anybody look at him like, what are you doing if he was buying hookers and he knew he was going to be de- dead in the five, five weeks? Mm-hmm. Would anybody be upset about that? I wouldn't then think why so. Why wouldn't you do it? You're Patrick Swayze. Go get some uh, some veg for yourself. Yeah, of course. But what happened to you? Hey, let me ask you. Are you getting any, uh, you getting any action? We haven't really talked about your sexual exploits or life. I have... Like an opportunity to get some from someone I used to get some from. Not the old ex. Not the one I was with for five years, but a different one. I can tap that resource. The one that was a bartender at yes. a strip club? Yes. Dude, get it. Just fake boobies. Mm-hmm. I can't. Did she get a hold of you lately? Yeah. She wants me to come tomorrow. Go get some? Yeah. Like it's a guarantee score? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, look at me. Look at you. You going to bathe for it? No. Have I ever? I know. It's more fun that way. 
<laughs> then they see how like much landmines of dirt just tucked away different places. See how much they're really into you. Yeah. You got to do it. You need to cleanse yourself. I'm telling you, this is a week of sexuality. It really is, and I, this is why I've really kind of genuinely considered because I work in the morning a lot, and I I got a lot of stuff to go do during the week. So I was thinking, wow, Sunday, I need to get my, my sleep for the week, especially this week because it's going to be a very busy week. Mm-hmm. But the whole sexuality of this past week has really got me amped up, and I'm thinking about just saying, ah, screw it. I need to... Literally. Yeah, I need some poison. You get the, yeah, you get the poison. I, I don't understand, like, for guys who don't have girls, and I guess I'm talking to one now, mm-hmm. how, you, how you live a week of sexuality this week. With Dupree and everything, and the preacher, and and I would think being with yourself is not enough. Like um, it's just not enough at some point. And and what do you do at that point? Like I wonder how many guys really thought to themselves, "Man, a hooker seems like a really good idea, a really good idea." Like I said, I was up here at work looking at some hookers. And it really didn't seem like a bad idea for me. How much money would it cost you to to drive, or you need to drive to meet this chick? Probably about forty bucks, if that, in gas money, if that. Throw another hundred on top of that, and you can stay in town. Something that you won't ever have to deal with again. That's unless true. Unless it's a test. You know what I mean? Yeah. Test for the hip or something. Well, whatever. You can't get it twice. <laughs> Um, 800-636-1067. No, you're right, and I'm glad you're starting to look on things on the price side. <laughs> That's quality. Did you see that thing that came out that one in four teenage girls have an STD? An STD? Most of it is HPV, the human papilloma, papilloma virus, mm-hmm. um, which I guess causes can cause cervical cancer. Right. Um, I don't know if it does anything else other than that. I it. I know if guys get it. Cancer isn't enough for you? No. What, is HPV not pulling its weight? I don't know if it gives uh, guys anything. It doesn't pull the same weight as HIV. You know (laughs) what I mean? Uh, (laughs) We uh, just do this show for ourselves. Yeah. No one's listening. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't know if it it gives anything to guys or does anything to guys. I think guys are the carriers. Yeah, guys can carry it. I don't know if we know we're carriers, though. No. Okay. I don't think there's any telltale sign or anything. I need a doctor to call I know it. one of my exes had it. The one that you're going to bang this week? No, 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 no. No, another one. Uh, that one might have it now, too, though. Right. Um, so there's there's one that I know that has it, but I don't know. Um, people don't really express their STDs as much as they should. I've always said, if you have an STD and you're trying to be sexually active... You should have to walk around with the bracelet on. And, and I I don't think it would be a bad thing. Because you see someone with that herpes bracelet on, and you have the herpes bracelet on too, you're like, damn, nice. I'm not going you know, to get her any more sick. She ain't going to get me any more sick. We're made for each other. I remember us having this conversation in the hideout when it was late nights. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about having a specific club. Yes. Where the different floors yeah, were floor. for different F- different STDs. So you're up there dancing One with for the gynorrhea, yeah. which, by the way, apparently gynorrhea, people are starting to become immune to the whatever drug they have to treat it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for HPV, one for the HIV or whatever. And that way you're right. 
you know, hey, I'm not going to, I can't get this again. I already got it. Yeah, exactly. And you just roll with it. I think it's a fantastic idea. I thought it was a fantastic idea when we first thought about it three years ago. I did. And I think it's even better for us to implement my idea at some point. Do you think people would actually go, though? Or would, you, would it have to be like an underground thing? Like, people don't really want to carry... Exactly. That's what I'm, what I'm saying. You, like, if you're about to hook up with a chick and you have the herp, I would say 8 out of 10 guys won't tell her, hey, I've got herpes, before they have sex. Have you ever had an STD? No. Not sure. that I know of. Really? Nah. Uh, I haven't been Me tested either, in the last year. But, yeah, I'm, not that I know of. You know, at this point. I've specifically not been with chicks, not because they told me they had STDs, but just because I thought they probably did. See, it doesn't I had the me. opportunity to be with a couple of strippers, and I didn't because I'm like, no, they probably got something. Well, dome it. You're going to be fine. Nah, I don't think dome it even does enough. Dome it and then bleach it afterwards. You're going to be good. Mm. Dip it in some Clorox? Yeah, just treat it like it's uh, undershirt. Well, gee, now you put it that way, <laughs> if it comes out just like spaghetti sauce does, <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've seriously, I've turned down chicks before based on that. I, I See, that's a gay thing to me. It uh, probably how could is. You, how could you do that? How can you turn it down? Because the chicks who've turned down have been pretty hot. Oh, yeah. How can you turn it down just on the fear that they may have something that... Yeah, well, just annoy you every few months. But see, that's part of the mentality, though. It's F.A. and Dubs in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. That's part of the mentality. Like, the guys who worry about it, I guarantee at some point I catch one just because I'm afraid of it. Mm -hmm. But then I know dudes who go around, don't dome it, don't anything, never get anyone pregnant, never catch an STD. They just end up getting lucky. You know what I mean? Like, you know your buddy that's always driving home drunk and never gets in an accident? Yeah, but... Always getting away with it. The one time you do, you get pulled over right. and busted for being point oh one over. Because the whole time you're worried, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, just look in the rearview mirror. And it goes into your... It goes into the way that you look at things. Mm -hmm. Telling you, man. Yeah, the mind has the ability to totally screw you over. You create your own bad luck. You create your own STDs, people. I'm going back to the Spitzer thing, and I'm thinking, what was going through his mind? Now, we're just talking about the, the what was it, one in four? Yeah, one in four teenage girls as an STD. Now, did you get it broken down for you, and uh, how it breaks down into race? No, I didn't have that in this article. Two out of four, or one out of two, black girls mm -hmm. have an STD. I think it's two out of six uh, Latin and uh, white right. have an STD. So that's how it kind of breaks down you want to know why riding dirty not doming it's truth riding dirty now why you'd think that would be more prevalent in the hispanic community because of how catholic it is yeah that's part of it but they're up there with white people on how how few have it <sighs> but the the black people they tend to get it the black people you're so racist what the blacks He's so racist. Well, well and being an athlete, they also get more STDs. See, this is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> dubs. Uh, dubs the Greek. But along the lines, though, like, I, I think it's tough for me to decipher why that is. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, because that doesn't really make sense to me. It's not a uh, not doming thing. I don't know, though. I've, I've never met a brother that likes to dome it. No one likes to. No one enjoys it. I actually prefer it now. Why? I genuinely, because I've become a bit of a germphobe. Even though I'm with the same chick every single time, it now is better for me you if I don't. Just spray yourself with that truck bed liner just so you're completely covered. Like I'm an El Camino? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't want to speculate. I'll leave that to the preacher to discuss because I don't have the answers to that. 800-636-1067. Tell you what, though. Seriously, it's been a great week. It's been a great week for me. It's been a great week for Mrs. Spitzer. It's been a great week for Obama. Nothing but up from here. Everybody's all roses right now. Yeah, it really is. It's it's exciting. The world's changing. To jump back to the Spitzer thing real quick, did you see her and her being drug out in all those uh, meetings and her just disappointed look? Oh, Mrs.? Yeah. Now, I don't she know. She should be ashamed. She can't satisfy her who, man. Who was the uh, governor of uh, New Jersey? McGreevy. McGreevy. Did you? I never heard this before this week. But when he came out. He was out, the one that came out because he was actually gay. Yeah, when he came out and said, I'm a gay American. and Isolated. And, you know, did that whole thing. She was not made aware of that announcement until they were on stage. <laughs> That's smart. He, he found, uh, she found out right when America did. Stop it. That's what she says. Because I guess she was interviewed about this. Uh, I don't know if it was a recent interview or if it's an old one, they brought it out of the can. But, dude, that's a great thing to do. Because what is she going to do at that point? If she reacts, then whatever. She reacts, and she's the one that looks like an ass. Yeah, she looks like the uh, hate monger. Yeah, the homophobe. Instead, you got her there, and she can't do anything. It's a fantastic ploy, I suggest. Can you imagine that, though? Your, you know, your chick as some kind of high position. And drags you out in front of everybody for this uh, emergency meeting that has to be made. And she wants you to be there. And it's one to say that she's been cheating on you. How just insanely irate would you be over that? I don't know. Especially with, uh, with the thing of, I think yeah, it I've been cheating bit. on you, honey. I think and it, it's a dude. I think, it, I think it, it is a bit. I think it's a setup. And I love it, too. Like, I love to watch that, like, on Cheaters. Mm-hmm. Can't get enough of that show, Cheaters. That would be great if uh, Richard Grieco came out. If Grieco was the one that busted Spitzer? Yeah. Could you imagine? Come here, Spitzer. Come here. I just want to talk to you. Yeah, come here. It's what okay. What thinking? This, this lady's been great to you. Yeah. And you know she probably hasn't. No. no. And this also goes to, this goes to show, too, that no woman can ever satisfy a man. Mm-mm. No one woman. Especially take, a billionaire guy. Why takes, even try? It takes multiple. There are women listening right now thinking, oh, my God, is my husband doing it? Yes. yes. He has and he will again. And if you're lucky, he'll just do it with another chick. Mm-hmm. But then again, some chicks prefer that their dudes cheat with dudes. Why? Because then they feel, well, you know, I don't have a penis, so. Well, there's I, apparatuses that simulate that. Yeah, but it's not the same. Imagine how ashamed you'd be. <laughs> I did that I did with a girlfriend the other day. I go, hey. I won't buy a strap on. <laughs> Were you playing it off completely seriously? Yeah. Did she believe you? 
No, because I didn't run the bit long enough without yeah. laughing. You know me, I love to giggle. I'm like Horatio Sands. <laughs> Can't stop laughing halfway through a gimmick. What'd you say? She's like, what? Oh, yeah. I think it's time. I want to get my freak out to you. We're about that point in the relationship where I like to introduce this. Are you going to have an issue? There is pleasure for you if we buy the right one. <laughs> That's as far as I got. Test your rhythm. Yeah. Sweetheart. You're not... Yeah. Let's see you try to be so uh, yeah. energetic. Try to, hold, try to hold yourself up doing those push-ups for right, 40 well, minutes straight. You want something even worse? All right, so then I'm doing it this week. Mm -hmm. Having a good time. Thinking about Dupree. And I go, hold on a second. I need a rest. My triceps are locking up on me. I've had that happen before where I was, you know, holding myself up doing the thing. And actually, like, I guess from how my arm was sitting, it went, like, asleep. Right. And it slipped, and I kind of jammed my shoulder in the boobical area. Hold on, we got to rest. And I, just, and I lay on my side like I'm a bear. When I was smoking, like, three packs a day, I used to wheeze uncontrollably. How are chicks not just always with other chicks? You'd think that would be the way they prefer it, just because guys are so disgusting and so out of shape at all times. Like, I'm there with my chick, and I got a pretty hot chick. And we're doing it. And then, and then, and then I'll look at myself. Like, I'll, mm. you know, I'm looking at her, because that's part of the fun. And then I get a glance at myself. I'm like, ugh. And then I think, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's more always been my thing. If a, if a chick's really hot, I have a problem being with her long term because I'm wondering why she would even want to be with me. But then you know what? And, and then, then I, I can't be with a chick that is beneath me because I think I'm too good for you. But then the other thing, then the other part of it kicks in of, ooh, I'm with a girl that has such low self-esteem. She's doing this hairy fat guy. That's kind of hot. Like, I kind of get excited about the fact that somehow I've nabbed me a good one and I tricked, my, and I tricked her into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I feel proud. Why wouldn't you feel proud at that point? For bamboozling your girl? Yeah, exactly. All right, let's take a break. Man, I'm having fun tonight. I know, it's kind of a chill night tonight. Yeah. Feeling kind of relaxed. It's one of those things where everything was kind of talked about this week. There's not much more too different you can say, but other than give your own opinion on it. Mm -hmm. Of course, ours is brilliant. When you stop and think of everything that we've analyzed, I'd even say we don't need to do the next hour and a half. Go I, on. I just say we repeat it, word for word. We have a transcript. We're just going to read it all back next. It's a hideout. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com.
96.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs on a Saturday night. How are you, my friends? It feels odd because the phones are dead. Mm-hmm. But uh, get there's hoops on. Like this is the big kind of. It's not March Madness, but a lot of everything the championships. Shaping up. You know, a lot of the conference tournaments and stuff. A lot of seating going on right now. Yeah, I got you. If you just want to hang out, play video games, watch it. We're here. Dubs and I have no problem just talking to each other for three hours. Nice. We don't ever see each other during the week. Mm-mm. That's going to change the PD gig, though. We'll see each other all the time. Yeah, we'll be working. Ugh. Same time. Ugh. Want a carpool? Yeah, if you want to get up and go work out with me. No. Uh, 800-636-1067. Uh, question. Oh, okay. Phone poll. Write these numbers down. You'll need them. I'm going to give you an option, and you'll decide between the two. 800-636-1067. 4300 bucks. That's what Spitzer spent on Dupree. Mm-hmm. Spend that money? Would you rather spend that money on a whore or the opportunity to play a single down at-bat or possession for your favorite Sports franchise. Kind of living the dream in one way or another. 800-636-1067. I say this, of course, because of Billy Crystal and what happened with this week and him getting to lead off the New York Yankees uh, with the in a preseason game. And we got a couple of clips from Crystal as he talked about it, actually. Just really quick, what do you think about that? Go ahead, Dubs. It was a thrill of a lifetime. I, I, I don't. There's nothing I've ever done that could compare with the, the thrill of being introduced as a Yankee. At least I know how it feels, and and uh, man, nothing can ever top this. I hate you, Billy. Do you? I hate Billy Crystal. I hate him too, but I thought this was really cool. Why? He is the ultimate and just. Self-promotion of how much he loves the Yankees. But, I love the Yankees. But you know what I thought was cool is that it was humbling. I know it sounds weird to say that it was humbling because he got to get in that bat. But you think of Billy Crystal and everything he's done, even Mr. Saturday Night. You know, I mean, he's as far as comedy goes, he's not the funniest guy, but he's one of the biggest names. Have you ever watched, I don't know, 61? And did you see how that movie ended? No. The movie ended. It was, of course, about Mickey Mallon, Roger Maris, and the whole uh, race. Never heard 61 uh, home runs. And the movie ended with him, uh, a video of him as a kid uh, meeting Roger Maris. So it had nothing to do, uh, the end of the movie had nothing to do with this historic uh, race between the two on the same team. Um in the end, it all comes down to Billy Crystal and his own memories of the Yankees. Yeah, but i got to be honest with you. I'd do the exact same thing uh, if, it if it was, was the Mavericks. If it was a movie about you and your love for the Mavericks, sure. The ends at the end of you as a kid, blah, 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 being a fan. Not if it's a movie about a historic uh, uh, race for a batting title. And then it ends inappropriately with you meeting Roger Maris. I think that's fine. I don't know why it's bad. I really don't. It's egotistical. Yeah, but I mean, that's part of what drives him. 
Listen, I understand you want to hate That's Billy Crystal. drives me away. I understand you hate that, and I get it. You're being a rebel. <laughs> yeah, because rebels hate Billy Crystal. But you wouldn't That's do the punk same. punk rock right there. Yeah, it is. You and Iggy Pop. So you wouldn't do the same thing then if it was like something about the Lions? I don't know what great historic story I could tell about the Lions. You know, that one time you beat the Cowboys and then lost to the Skins in the, in the uh, championship game. Not the Super Bowl, but the NFC, NFC championship. championship game. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Utley year. Uh, was that the Utley year? Yep. Really? Mm. It was a thumbs up year. Get out of here. Hmm. All right. So I'm thinking. I'm be honest. One of the chicks that I find really hot. I've always said for the longest time Monica Bellucci, but I'll move on to this Michelle Borth, who was in the Tell Me You Love Me. Ah. The brunette, really hot. Dig her a lot. So, let's just say five grand for her. But let me say someone universal, because I don't even know if people know who she is. But, I don't know, Angelina Jolie, whatever. All right, whoever your hottest chick is, throw down five grand. Let's say it only costs you five grand. Let's say you got to save up for it. Let's say it's a year's salary, whatever your year's salary is. Okay? Now, some of you make a hundred grand, whatever. Dubs and I, it's not so much. Twelve. Okay, fine. It's twelve grand. <laughs> so, would you save up that twelve grand to have sex with whoever you thought was the hottest chick on earth, or to go in for to be in the locker room and play one possession for your prize Detroit Lions? What would you rather spend that twelve grand on? Wow, I'd say the chick because. I know if I played for the Lions, we still wouldn't have a line, and I'd get creamed on that one play. I, it wouldn't be one play of me gaining two or three yards and you know going out on top. I would get crushed and probably uh, break uh, one of my bones. All right, Terry says he'd either play for he'd be punting for the Steelers or playing goalie for the uh, Penguins. Running right the board for us. Dude, to get in for one possession. If I'm paying a lot of money, Avery better be sitting Jason Kidd to put me in against the, at the end of the game against San Antonio. And I want the game-winning shot if I'm paying that kind of money. Yeah. But I'd so much rather... I think this says something about it, too. Like about dudes and how we'd rather be jock sniffers than... Snatch? Because... I think we'd rather be on the field and like to have the adulation and to have people surrounded, you know, and cheering for you. Because then, in a, in a sense, you can you can parlay that into into poon. But if you get the poon, then it's like, all right, I did it. And who knows if it's a letdown? You know, the sports thing isn't going to be a letdown, regardless if Billy Crystal he struck out. That you got a foul tip, which had yeah. to be nice. Not even a foul tip, a foul ball. Mm. But it's that, like that memory of being up there and facing it. I think that's more valuable. Why did they end up doing this? Uh, apparently he was bummed out about turning 60, and he mentioned it to like Derek Jeter or somebody, and they're like, hey, we had to do this for you. It'd be kind of fun. You know what I mean? And that's why they did it. I'll like, tell you what, it got, it got a lot of news around uh, preseason baseball. 
Well, that's the other thing, too. What, they should be doing this all the time in the preseason when no one cares. It would, it would lose a little of its uh, luster, though, if they did no, all that. No, we're such a celebrity-driven culture. And if it was just Tampa people getting it, what would you have, Hogan? Yeah, um, why not? Why not have Hogan play for the Phillies? I think it's a great idea. You could even turn it into local celebrities in whatever town you're in. I think it works. Man, if I had the opportunity, dude, I think I'd go. I think I'd go for the sports team. It's a tough call for me because, like, if I right, had... who would be your chick though? Yeah, you don't have a chick. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You hate women. I don't hate women. I just hate listening to them. Right. But you don't have to listen. That's part of the yeah, money. That's part of the. That's part of the great thing about it. Have you kind of noticed that there's no like kind of hottest chick right now? Yeah, we're really lacking that one big sex symbol because Jolie I mean, that, is kind of past. Yeah, I mean she's a mom, and she's kind of annoying. With I mean, she her causes are awesome, but it's like all right, enough already. I remember when everyone was all into Jennifer Aniston? Mm. That's no more. You have the thing with Heather Locklear. I think I have that. Heather Locklear, her doctor called nine one one because they were worried about her being suicidal because her looks are going. I think I, I think I have. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's on there. Do we have that? Mm-hmm. Let's play that. I, I think it's her doctor. Let's see what it's. Let's see. Let's hear this. Fire paramedics. Yeah, are you from uh, Ventura County? Yes. Um, I have a patient. Or I have a feeling she's suicidal, and I would want someone to go there. I called in earlier uh, through the 911 from LA County. They transferred me to another person. I'm not sure if the call went through or mm-hmm. not. So that's what I'm calling back. What is the address you need to go to? I don't have the address, but she lives in Northridge, uh, not Northridge, it's in the gated community, it's on, uh, it's close to Thousand Oaks Boulevard, in between Westlake Boulevard and Lindera Canyon. Do, do you have a home number, phone number for her? Okay, hold on one second, let me reverse that and see if I can get a hit on it. When I called earlier, they didn't ask me for the phone number, I wish it Well, we, we need an address, we, I don't know how we would find her, short of a phone number or an address. Thousand Oaks. Fire department, they know where North... Yeah, but it's a very large community. That's the problem. It's not. It's a gated community, and it's not. Okay. Well, I have an address for her now. Okay. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to go out. What's your name again? What's your last name? And what's your phone number we can call you back at? Sure. And what is your name, please? My name's Michael. Michael. Do you have a last name? Dickerson. But we need to get this information so we can get the call started. So... I've already called before, about 15 minutes ago. This is a follow-up call. Okay. You're a medical doctor? I am. Okay, well, good. Somebody on the way out there and see what we can do, figure out what's going on. Will someone kindly call me back to let me know the status afterwards? I will attempt to, yes. I will appreciate that. That way I know, you know, if someone has gone there and if she's okay. Okay. Thank you. You're the doctor. Go there and see if she's okay. Why are you calling 911 and giving them a general proximity of where Heather Locklear is to go see if she's suicidal? You're a doctor. You go make your own assumption. Isn't that awesome, though, that one of the chicks that was thought to be considered one of the hottest chicks she's ever? She's cute. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think there's anything wrong with her. But now, all of a sudden, she's all freaked out because her looks are starting to go. Yeah, she's, she's got wrinkles. That happens. Who is today's hot chick? There is none. It's this. It's this Dupree. Uh, what about is that, that why we're all excited about Dupree? What about that Grey's Anatomy girl? Which one? The blonde one. Isn't she considered? Oh, the, the Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Ugh. I think she's cute. I think she's touched. 
<laughs> I actually got an extra chromosome. I'm not even playing. I went back and watched that knocked up. Yeah. Not as hot as I thought she was. No? I wasn't even really impressed all that much the first time I saw her. Then afterwards, I'm like, mm. I thought she was kind of hot just because of the uh, movie she was in. There's something hot to me about those kind of chicks that are in those movies. There's yeah, one chick. she's surrounded by a bunch of ugly dudes. The one chick that is, I, I, I find her kind of disgusting, but hot at the same time. She's in all of, like the Adam Sandler type movies. Um, and she was also in Knocked Up. Yeah, the one that was the the sister. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. She's a very annoying. I know I'd hate her. But for some reason, she's in all those movies and plays some kind of very, I don't know, uh, perverted character. I'm always mm-hmm. into it. I think it's funny, though, that there are really no hot chicks. Like, So it's even kind of tough. So it's almost automatic you choose to play for your ball team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is not that, oh, you got to go to type chick. Do you think there's any reason for that, though? Do you think it's because of the Internet and stuff? Like you kind of see there are hot chicks everywhere now and they're easily accessible. And then you almost see what happens to them too with like a Britney or a Heather Lo- Heather Locklear. Yeah, they never they never hold up. So even if you did have a chance to uh, have sex with her, you would uh, not really want to brag about it five years down the road, right? Really yeah, like do. because you say like, yeah, he had sex with Elizabeth Taylor. Like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? you but know, if you saw her back then, you'd be like, wow. Yeah, but now it's just like, ooh. They say this is a false alert that it wasn't really real. Oh, it was a hoax, apparently. Well, they say, some people say it was a hoax. Other ones say it's real. I don't know. That's another thing with the damn internet. Everybody has an uh, opinion on if it's real or fake. You can't put out one thing on the internet without people saying, "Oh, that's bull." Or <laughs> people say, "Hey, Sandra, o, is that who you're talking about?" Who? Sandra O. No. <laughs> Oh, mask. I hate that. I hate that girl. All right, Scarlett Johansson. She is one of those, um, but she's even one of those ones where you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and for her to just blimp out because she's got that kind she, of body that she's can, She's going to get fat. Yeah, she's got one of those bodies that you know she's just going to fall apart. So right. you, you don't want to get that excited about her. All right, now i got to think. All right. Let me say that. Now they're going to pay you. They're going to pay you five grand to sleep with Sandra O. Okay. Or play for... The Lions? Yeah. The Devil Rays. And you're gonna have, then you have to wear that shame of either the Sandra O stench or that Rays jersey. <laughs> what are you going with? Ugh. The Nationals. Let's not pretend like... There's a good team in town. Sandro. It's like having sex with the extra from Fire in the Sky. Just. I cannot believe she's on television. And not to be mean, that's a chick from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she is. And that was also in that movie with uh, Paul Giamatti, the wine one. Mm -hmm. I forget what the name of it is right now. Ugh. Well, I'm shocked. I'm happy for Billy Crystal, though. Why? I just think it's. We have another one of uh, his little sound bites. All right, let me hear what else he said. I got very emotional when I heard my name announced. I saw the crowd standing up. Because, you know, I've been pretending to be a Yankee since I'm seven, eight years old, and now I was one. Grow up. 
No, that's grow the whole, up, you why? old man. That's the whole point of it. That's the beauty of it. Each of us dreams of that moment. Yeah, but we aren't. We don't whine until we get our way, like Billy Crystal. He didn't whine. Yes, he always whines. He just happens to be best friends with Derek Jeter. And what the hell's Jer- Derek Jeter's problem? Yeah, uh, Mr. Saturday Night is where the party's at. Well, You're going to want to hang out with Billy Crystal. Well, that has to just be a blast. Well, that's part of it, though, is the fact that, to be, you know, it's spring training. It's boring. You get someone in here doing like this. Yeah, you get another boring person in there. I hear that Whoopi Goldberg's going to be a power forward for the Knicks. She'd actually do well. Or actually maybe even coach. Oh, Ed? Eddie. Eddie? Then Robin Williams. I watched Eddie. I did, too. I saw it in the theater. Why the hell would you go to the theater (laughs) and watch Eddie? I don't know, dude. It was the summer in 96. What do you want? Who else? What what was the other one with uh, the Cheers lady, the other basketball movie? Rhea Perlman? Yeah, with Rhea Perlman. Actually, that one was funny. I don't know if I remember that. 800-636-1067 if you could help some brothers out. We'll take a break. Come back. Rhea Perlman in a basketball game? Yeah, she was the coach. I don't know. You know the other thing, too, really quickly. What else has been disappointing lately? Sports movies. I haven't seen a really good sports movie in a long time. And I think it's because the whole sports movie angle has been completely played out. I saw the They're all the same story over and over and over again. And even the Will Ferrell one that just came out. No good. And it was okay, but it was exactly what you thought. Not Andre. Yeah, he's the same uh, same person in all of them. The commercials, the Old Spice commercials are funnier than the movie. All right, I've got Rhea Perlman's IMDb up. Let's see if we can find out which one it is. Uh, not other people's business. She's in a lot of bad shows. Becker, Fraser. Um, There's a movie for Rhea Perlman. Now, let's take a break. Come back. You can find it when we get back. Okay. I will right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Leaving you on the edge of your seat. Oh, here it is. What is it? Sunset Park. Never even heard of it. I never even heard of it. Was it a, was it a comedy or was it serious? It was supposed to be kind of serious and kind of Was funny. she a coach? Yeah, she was a coach Jesus. of an inner city black team. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sounds awful with Rhea Perlman. Mm-hmm. With the with the with the waitress from Cheers, yeah, Terrence Howard was in it. Hmm. No idea. Take a break. Come back. The hideout. Half and Dubs. One hundred six point seven. WJFK. Hideout. Hideout. and J Dubs. Hideout. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. Hide out. Back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. On a Saturday night, good evening, D.C. If you want to come into the hideout, 800-636-1067. Not even sure if the phones are working tonight because we haven't put up a phone call yet, so 
I'm interested to try that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's been an odd night. It started off odd. Uh, we were on the air, and we didn't know we were on the air yet. Um, I don't know if our, our our normal board operator even showed up yet. Has he? No, it was t- Terry's filling in from Sideshow and Punani. Have they called and said why they're no, gone? He just found out last minute. He didn't He didn't even know the show was going to be live tonight. He thought he was running a tape. Oh, okay. I thought Punani may have died. Had another heart attack and was slouched over a, a cake. Right. <laughs> Fork in mouth. Uh, I also want to point out to uh, DC, beware. Don't make the mistake. But um, we didn't get hired in Atlanta to do mornings of Project 9 San Swan. Instead, they hired the giant show, a giant brand, Shafee. Two of our friends. And since then, Atlanta has gone without water. They've been in a drought. Thinking about even fighting with uh, mm-hmm. their neighboring states. And then yesterday they get hit with a tornado. Right smack dab in the middle of downtown, affecting even the George Dome. During the middle of a, of a NCAA game. God's wrath. God does not like it when you do not hire the hideout. That's right. Hey, punch up BJ. Is he there? BJ, there? Hmm. Phones might not work. We can't hear him for some reason. All right, I'll, I'll set up the story and see if we can get it fixed real quick. Um, and we can just talk about this regardless, even if we can't get him on. Uh, my cousin, Bikers BJ, been a longtime member of the show, just uh, someone who pops in every once in a while. We have a, a lot of stuff documenting him and his trips to our show in Orlando on hideoutheretics.net. You can look up a lot of stuff on him there. He's got an alcohol problem. And after he left our show in Orlando uh, and went back up to Michigan, he got busted not too long after for driving under the influence or driving while impaired, one of those. I think it's basically the same thing. One's lower than the other. It was driving while impaired. And uh, he had, you know, a lot of people out there have either know someone or have been in trouble for driving. BJ, you there? I'm here, yeah. All right. Awesome. So BJ went back up to Michigan after uh, he was visiting us in Orlando. And then he got uh, in trouble for driving while impaired. Were you drinking and driving? Was that the the deal? No, no, no. I actually, I I blew, but it was really, it was like .02. It was really low. So how did they and, get you for being impaired? Isn't that within the legal limit? No, they nailed me for driving under the influence of prescription medication. What Was it your prescriptions? Yeah, my prescriptions. What, what were you on? Oh, man, I was, on, I was taking Lunesta and Ativan. And those are what, antidepressants? Well, no, the one's a tranquilizer, the other one's a narcotic sleep medication. <laughs> no, Why are you driving say, on that? I was about to say Lunesta, that's the one for sleep, right? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it say to not... Isn't that one of the warnings, please do not drive while taking this? I, I never said I'm going to take responsibility for it. All right, so you, uh, they, they went kind of, I don't know, they, they gave you the kind of the regular old treatment, gave you... What a year of uh, a year of. Yeah, they, uh, they actually made me do all kinds of, of real dumb. I mean, not dumb stuff. I guess it makes sense. I was on prescription medication, but they made me do. Uh, I had to do a year of probation. I had to go to a Mothers Against Drunk Driving Victims Impact Panel meeting, and then I had to I had to get a psychiatric evaluation. And all those you failed. Failed? No, I did. I did. I did everything. 
But why uh, now this week you called me and told me you're looking at uh, possibly 90 days in prison for probation violation? Oh yeah, absolutely. I went into my I my pro my, I'm sorry my uh, psychiatric evaluation said they wanted me to get counseling for anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I took forever getting into this this uh, program, but finally I, I finally went in and did it because I had to do it before I could get off probation. Mm -hmm. So I get into, I I had a years worth of probation. My probation was extended by six months just so I could stay, just so I could make sure I stayed on the on the program. Mm -hmm. So I thought that I just had to stay in the uh, the counseling. So I, I didn't go back into my probation. I didn't go back in to meet with my probation officer. My counselor was just sending them letter monthly letters saying I was attending my meeting. He nailed me for a probation violation, saying I I failed to attend like two or three months in a row. So you, now you're looking at yeah. 90 days in prison or in, so in county I'm, jail. Now go back in front of the, the judge in East Lansing. Next Let, let's skip all that and say... Yeah, and say, yeah, I'm anywhere, yeah it's up to a maximum of 90 days. I mean, <laughs> probably, yeah, 90 days in jail for... I mean, literally, literally a miscommunication. Now, BJ, you are... Uh, you have a lot of uh, mental ailments, we'll say that. You're very oh, yeah. claustrophobic. Um, you're very anxious. You're on all kinds of different medication. Um, I don't know how you would handle this, Hefe, but 90 days in jail. I'd love it. That's what I told him. I'm not going to lie to you. It would be a vacation. It would be some time for me to rest. Dude, 90 days in jail, I feel like I, could, I would cleanse my body. I would work out. I would read. I would look at it as a positive thing. Make some friends. BJ, you don't look at it like that? No, that sounds that. that to a normal person, that is absolutely acceptable, and that is, that, you know what, I wish I could look at it that way. The best way I can describe it is 90 days in jail for me and 90 days in jail for you are two totally separate issues. Uh, why, why, why is it different for you? Are you a little worried because you've gotten fatter? Well, I, I'm not worried about that, man. I'll, I'll fight to the death. I mean, if someone's going to do whatever, man, they're going to have to freaking knock me out. I'm not worried about that. Right. The issues are I, I, I'm claustrophobic and I have an anxiety disorder. Why? I honestly see. I mean, I, I literally feel that I'm going to be. I'm going to have to. It's going to take every last. It's going to take everything I have in me to try and stay sane and, and try not to freak out. I mean, would it, I, would it be better if they sent you to a mental institution? Would it be better? I mean, because I can be watched. Because there's not going to be any type of proper. You know, there's not going to be anybody who can properly look after me. You know, in the, in the way I'm going to need. Why do you need to be looked after? You're a 27 year old man. I agree. Who looks like a 400 pound. Four foot Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Four hundred pounds. Dude, I saw your photos on your MySpace. You're a beast now. Hey, yeah, but I mean, I, man, I'll probably all come off when I'm in the pen. <laughs> You're not gonna be in the pen. I'm not gonna be able to eat. I'm gonna. I'm telling you, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a living hell. And and I know it sounds bad. I know people are going. Those guys just being a complete total puss. But I mean, what are you worried about? What are you worried about in jail? I'm, are you worried about worried sexual about molestations? Well, here's. No, no, if you ask me what it comes down to, if I can pinpoint one thing that I'm the most worried about is going to be when they, when it's lights out at night and they say, all right, 10 o'clock, you got to, you know, you got to be in your cell, lights out, and you got to be there from, say, 10 or, you know, 11, whatever time lights out is until, say, 8 in the morning, where I'm going to be enclosed in this area, confined to myself. Yes, it's jail. For eight hours. I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm going to be a mess. You know what might work out be better, though? What's that? Just imagine if you were in a coffin. Yeah, just while you're in there, imagine that you're stuck in a nice, uh, a nice echoey coffin. 
Um, do I know it could be worse? I mean, there's people out there in a heck of a lot worse situations than what I'm going to be in. Dude, you're going to get put in solitary confinement. What's that? You're going to get put in solitary confinement. Why don't you go look for the uh, biggest, baddest man in there and punch him in the face? <laughs> Show him what's up. Well, I'm going to, first of all, I'm gonna need, I can't do that because I'm going to I'm gonna have to get out on good behavior as quickly as possible. Now, I could be wrong here, but I'm assuming, I'm assuming that if, if I'm up to, if it's up to a 90-day sentence, that they're going to give me 35 to 40, I mean, 30 to 45 days is my guess. Well, you're fat now, just so just say you're pregnant and you're with baby like Nicole Richie did, and I'll let you out in 20 minutes. <laughs> but then Paris Hilton got her 45-day sentence knocked on to 23. That's true. And you are a socialite. Uh, it's Hefe <laughs> and Dubs talking to Dubs' cousin, by Curious BJ, who's been now, an integral par a character in the show since its inception almost five years ago. Now, um, when are you going to find out about this? Because you're supposed to find out this And he week. might be going to jail, by the way. Yeah, I have been, I've been doing whatever I can to postpone, postpone, postpone. It's worked. This, I mean, <laughs> I have a date set right now, I believe, April 21st. Is when I have to go in and find it to find out. And uh, will we be able to write you while you're in there? Yeah, that's actually that. I originally called up to say, "Listen, man, if I go in, I'm gonna, you're going to have to write me. You're going to get that." Now I want all of our listeners to write him too, and just send him words of encouragement. And I'll make sure if he does go in, we get uh, the address and who to send it to. Uh, maybe. I'd like for people to treat it like it's an old cartoon and send them files and cakes and everything. <laughs> and just get them in more trouble while he's in there. Let's try to get him a 10-year sentence. Or just keep sending him packs of cigarettes so the narrator starts beating him up and he gets in fights and it's extended that way. BJ, are you worried, dude? I, like I said, I'm not worried. The, the, the actual... The idea of jail itself, and you know, like the stereotypes behind it, I don't. I'm not, that doesn't bother me at all. What about showering with other dudes? Oh no, I don't care about that. Of course not. I'm You're not worried about any of that in the least bit. Are you afraid you'll get wood? The only thing I'm worried about at all is my mental health state while I'm there. You don't think it'll make you be better though? Like if you can do 90 days in a little jail cell. You can actually well, go out into the world and get a job. Well, you're, yeah, where well, you're locked up and it's the same stale air. And the walls seem to get, you know, smaller and smaller, and there's another person in there. And you never really feel like you're comfortable because you're always kind of pulling at your bed sheets that yeah. seem like are a little too small for the bed. Are you worried there's going to be no breastfeeding in there and you can't be uh, on your mom? <laughs> Not at all. I, I, it, it all comes down to, man, just, <laughs> you know, if, 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 I, if I can get put in a situation, I have no idea what the jail is. It's Ingham County Jail. I have no clue what it's going to be like in there. I just don't know what life's out going to be like. I mean, if, if I'm in a situation where, hey, it's I don't dark. have to go to bed, if there's like me and like four other guys and we're on our own little cell somewhere and we don't have to go to bed if we don't want to, I mean, I might be able to handle I mean, you know, that's something I might be able to handle. It's still going to be horrible. I'm going to be miserable. Play naked Marco Polo with him. What's that? Nothing. Did you say play Marco Polo with him? Naked. <laughs> Not interested. Well, BJ, I, so, so April 21st, Working out, writing letters, and just doing what I have to do to, to keep myself sane. Are you going to stay up the entire 90 days? I already said, there's no doubt in my mind, I have a hard time sleeping as it is. I've mm -hmm. taking a prescription sleep medication. There's no doubt in my mind that I will be up for, you know, three, four days straight before, you know, I finally fall asleep. When I do, it'll only be for an hour or two hours at a time. 
Like, people la- are laughing to you. This guy, like I said, they're saying, they're making fun of me. Like, man, this guy's just mentally weak. And you know what? I am. But, I mean, <laughs> there's, more to, there's more to it than that. I have such a self-defeatist. No, I have a history with this stuff. Do you think you're hang- you uh, you could hang yourself in there? <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that, but, I mean, I who knows, man. It's a, Not enough red sheets? If I get driven crazy enough, I don't know. You need like five thousand thread count for that. Attack, man. I think you have to have a neck before you can hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you used to be heavier than me, big guy. All right. You used to. Yeah, I know. All right, Tubby. Well, best of luck in there, man. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, well, if I get it, if I end up going in there, I'm going to hear from you, right? Of course. Can you use your one call a week to call us on a Saturday night? Is that what I get one call a week? Isn't that about what you get? Or you, yeah. I think you get a couple hours a day where you can make a phone call, but it's all collecting. You have to pay, so no one wants to talk to you. Yeah, well, if you call us, though, it's an 800 number. Yeah. We'll pay it. It's on CK. Don't worry about it. It's 800. It's not even collect. So, yeah, call well, us if you go to jail. You can give us weekly updates. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for... I don't know what I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping that they... This is ridiculous. Like I said, it was a mystery. It's not ridiculous, dude. You were driving under the influence. You hit, of, you hit of, a van, and what else did you hit? Of Lunesta. What else, what all did you hit during that? I just, I, I sideswiped a telephone <laughs> and a van. What a dumb prick. Going to jail for driving under the influence of Lunesta. <laughs> you deserve it, dude. It's not like you I, I, you weren't aware of how many drinks you were. But I mean, it's, 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 the situation is different with me than it is with a typical person. No, it's not. You're just like everybody else, fat. Well, we'll, well I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BJ. All right, guys, 5,000. 5,000. Jesus, that kid. <laughs> Going to jail for popping a couple pills and passing. <laughs> Imagine you fall asleep while driving after taking Lunesta and having a couple brews. I'm sure there's some alcohol involved. Yeah, because you said that we had a point two or something. Yeah. So it wasn't anything over the limit, but that compounded on top of the Lunesta and Adderall. Or whatever he was taking. I'm sure, I'm sure it wasn't a, a good thing to be driving under. I'm told from one of the heretics you can't do 800 numbers no, when well, calling from jail. You can, but it still is a collect number, a collect call, because just to co- dial out is collect. Uh, it's a different thing. Like, they charge you like four bucks a minute to call collect out of uh, jail. At least from that one. Really? Yeah, because my mom's ex-boyfriend Joe Mullet Joe was going to be in the <laughs> was in the jail that he's going to. Really? Yeah, Maybe it's like get four the same bucks room. a minute. Yeah, the Cogburn Suite. <laughs> we only leave this for the best. I love it. I would love to go to jail for ninety days. Wait, we should send him hack uh, hack prison stuff like dream catchers and <laughs> paintings of wolves. This is what life's like on the outside. Do you miss it? And how awful would that be to be... Let's just send him jars of fresh air. (laughs) I can see that tubby bastard too, like, going and trying to soak in all the fresh air. Because of that stale jail air, man. We should make him come out fatter than he went in. Like, just send him all kinds of baked goods. They don't let you send him baked goods. Why not? Because you can hide stuff in it. (laughs) Like I said, it's not a cartoon... Like a hairpin. It does seem kind of dumb that people are going to jail. It's like, I understand. 
this doesn't seem something jail worthy. It's like we need to have another place for people that are just stupid. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what county jail is supposed to be, really. It's just for the stu- for yeah, stupid it's people? Yeah, because that's not where murderers go or anything like that. County jail is where, like, the, the drunk drivers and stuff and that kind of stuff goes. Because, you know, like, the hicks that are always kind of just getting in trouble mm-hmm. around the uh, the neighborhood. Yeah. Doing stuff. It's like you Lynchings shouldn't... and such. No. It's like you shouldn't go to jail. There was this woman. Made some news. She she had in a fight with some people in her trailer park. Mm-hmm. Well, the people were kids. It was an eight year old and an eleven year old, and they kept egging her her mobile home. So she comes outside and sprays him down with a uh, with a power washer, <laughs> and slaps him around a little bit, and then she gets taken off to jail. Well, because she also too shut the door on the deputy's arm. All right, that makes. sense. But it's like that woman shouldn't go to jail. Jail. She should go to stupid jail. I agree. We should, yeah, we should come up with something else for it. You know what I mean? Like another name. Well, it's not jail. Because jail has a stigma, and there's not, and it's not quite the right stigma for what they've done. I have a place for anybody that does anything stupid. You should send them to buoy. <laughs> uh, now, what was the name of that place? Akakik. That we talked yes. about a few weeks Akakik. back. Where they had the, uh, where the people got mowed down watching a drag race mm-hmm. at three forty-five in the morning. Congratulations, you're going to Akakik. Enjoy your stay in Akakik. Ugh. And then that would be awful. You know, it's like going to sit in the corner like the Dunn's Corner. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, you sit in the Dunn's Corner, it's not the same as whenever you go to uh, the principal's office. Not everyone has to go to the principal's office. You just go sit in the Dunn's Corner. Yeah, you, uh, you're in timeout, kind of. Yeah, kind of timeout, a little bit. You aren't getting out of school or in school. You're just getting a little bit of time out. What do you think the best jail about? Best thing about jail is the rest and the complete lack of having anything to do. God, that'd be awesome. Because you're getting three hots and a cot. You know what I mean? You're you have something to sleep on. You're getting your three meals. Oh, meals! I thought you were talking about your cellmates. Mm. You know, and it really is. You can work out. You can read. Mm. I don't even understand why people want to live on the outside. There's this magical place you can call. You can go. It's called prison. Has a comfy bed. Remember all the letters we used to get in the hideout? Yeah. People in prison? They would send us their little, um, what was it? Their Sprayed with their Axe perfume. Yeah. <laughs> they would send us those pages they have of what they could buy. Yeah. And uh, the prices of all the different things you could order in jail. And they had thongs in jail. You could actually order thongs. Yeah, that was one of the more pricey things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's different grades of toilet paper. That was prison. I, that's what I'd go for the most. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You never, you never skimp on toilet paper. I wonder you, don't, you can't skimp on toilet paper. What else can't you skimp on it's when you're buying it? I don't no know, matter how poor you are. I'm just thinking about, like, what you... If you toilet were, paper, peanut butter. If you were going to buy the thong, what are you going to do with it? You hang it up? Do you just look at it to remember what a woman was like? Do you wear it? I would imagine it's for people to wear. And they pull it to the side while they're yeah. doing things. One of the uh, one of the prisoners with a nice onion. Right. The sweetest ass. <laughs> I'll be BJ. That thong will be all cutting into his sides. <laughs> Just fat yeah, hanging have over you ever, it. Have you ever been to a strip club with a fat chick wearing one of those things? Ugh. And it just looks painful. Yeah. 
I can't. The last it. thing a thong should look is painful, and I'm not talking about where it is, you know, with the butt on the sides. On the sides, where it's just like digging into your hips. It looks like one of those one of those nets they have on hams. Yeah. No doubt. Take a break. Come back. Cafe Dubs. The Hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. Welcome back into the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Give this some stress in the instant messenger hideout radio. He's like, dude, don't know what gel you're talking about. You're lucky if you get a book or a newspaper. What are you talking about? Unless you're in there for a very long time. But he says that's in D.C., though. Yeah, this is in... BJ's going to... Oh, Duck, Michigan. Yeah. Hey, let's talk to Joe. Joe Ardinger. Hey. Joe Radio coming up. Hey, guys. What's up, man? I was riding in listening to you guys talking about uh, what would you, you do with that kind of money mm-hmm. that Spitzer spent on that hoe. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I thought about uh, whenever friends and I go to, like, Capitals games, hockey games, mm-hmm. we always like to say, you know, I wonder how much it would cost to put my signature right across the blue line. Ooh, yeah, like uh, like sponsor the blue line? Yeah, just put your signature there, and it would only really mean something to you. Yeah, no one, you aren't trying to sell anything. You're just trying to... <laughs> Getting your name out there? Yeah, I, it's just stupid. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I, wanna, I think it's the only thing dumber than spending all that money on that sort of decent-looking whore. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to buy a 60-second uh, advertising spot on a radio station and just talk about myself. Not sell anything, just, you know, hey, I bought this 60-second uh, spot just to tell you a little bit about me. Here's who I am. Uh, I, w- I would like to... I'd, I would definitely spend that kind of money for 60 seconds. On, oh, wait a minute. I'm not spending any money, and I'm on for two hours every Saturday night. I know, but like during like a, like a completely sh- a show that completely takes itself seriously. Oh, like, yeah. Put yourself like get, by a 60-second spot during Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, and talk about what an a-hole he is. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the sales department would take it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah oh, without course. a doubt. Whatever. We got a big get. Now, um, as far as women... Madonna would eat up that money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as far as uh, women are concerned, I think the perfect woman to spend the money on would be Helen Keller. <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, you know, deaf, dumb, blind. <laughs> After you're done, you just leave. She doesn't right. even know it. You, gotcha. don't, you don't have to say, see you, baby. You just, <laughs> just kind of scoot out of the room. What's going on you tonight? You snap your fingers on the other side of her face and she looks that way and you round the other one. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on tonight on Joe Radio? Well, on more serious notes, uh, my guest tonight is David Lindorf, and he has written a book called... Uh, well, I don't have it here. I'm so well prepared. <laughs> now, we're going to be talking about impeachment of the president and the vice president, though. A very oh, serious yeah. topic. And he'll be on at 9.15. He got an early that, one tonight because he's on the East Coast. They're trying to uh, do that in Vermont, right? They, yeah, I mean... They passed it, I thought. 
the point is, is, is it's obvious it can be done, but it, I'm an average guy, and my show is about average Joes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, what I would, I know these guys are guilty of something, but I don't know the technicalities of it. But this guy does know, and he's a, an author and a magazine article writer, all that good stuff. Very cool. So, do you do you feel like they should be impeached, or was that giving away your your angle? I, I, I don't know. You know, maybe I'll come away feeling stronger about it. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, they don't have that much time left in office. But, you know, can it be followed up after they're out of office? I, these are things that I don't know. We're all going to find out together on wow. Joe Radio. Love wow. it. Over in uh, Joe, take a listen to this. Uh, in Kansas City, uh, three toddlers test positive for crack cocaine. That's awesome. Dubs, that's not funny. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Great show. <laughs> there he is, Bye. Joe Ardinger and Joe Radio. Yeah, I saw that story. The mom, 17 years old, yeah. went out to slang some crack. Here's came, a video. Came, came back, and the uh, the kids kids ends up turning out where, well, they had eaten it. They'd eaten the product. That's enough to get your uh, get you a nice little spanking. Uh, at the very least. Don't eat mama's crack. Leave it alone. Spray them with a water bottle. <laughs> like they're a cat? Uh-huh. Get, on, get off the counter and get off the crack, kid. Exactly. 800-636-1067. Do you want to listen to this? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. KMBC 9's Martin Augustine is live. He spoke tonight with the boy's grandmother, Martin. Larry, fortunately, the little boy recovered quickly after receiving treatment here at Children's Mercy Hospital. He's back. But he wanted to go to the strip club afterwards. Well, his grandmother's <laughs> tells me. She feared something like this could Carrying happen. Carrying one of those bags in his diaper. Thank God my grandbaby's still alive. She wants to remain anonymous, but she wants to point out that what happened to her grandson's mother, Tasha Cole, to get her charged with child endangerment was only a matter of time. Eventually I knew something was going to happen, but I just didn't know it would be this extreme. Extreme indeed. Wow. Looks like a, this apartment building she's living in 227. Tasha Cole was cutting up crack cocaine to sell when she noticed her son playing with the plate she had used to cut the crack, and the razor blade was still on the floor. Her son's hands were covered with crack cocaine, and he had crack cocaine on his lips and appeared to be chewing. She rushed her son here to Children's Mercy when he began having seizures. Trying to get the the mom's grandmother says once doctors got the seizures under control here, he was tested for flu and RSV, but not for drugs. The grandmother insisted on another test as she's long been concerned about the boy's environment inside that apartment building. That test turned up the cocaine. Still, when a doctor called her with the news, it was a surprise. I was like, huh? You think when she, the kid's on a seizure, she just yelling, stop tripping. Give me a bad trip. Uh, I was like, well, are you sure? He said, yeah. She remains furious with Tasha Cole, but counts the young mother is solely responsible. She shouldn't only be the only person charged, because she is only 17, and you... Listen to a lot of I work. guess what you say, follow by example or something. Two other toddlers also got into that crack cocaine, but we don't know tonight if they bounce back as quickly as Tasha Cole's son. They're bouncing Cole off the walls. In jail tonight. Prosecutors will be asking for $75,000 bond. Reporting live from Children's Mercy, Martin Augustine, KBC 9 News. All right, Martin, thank you. I don't see a problem with this. It's a great motivator. I wonder if these... They're up all night. Whatever. These, these kids have to pay back I and mean, you can't you can't just test product for free kids um there was another story too about this kid i don't know if you have this one dubs a kid that was doing uh he started a no cussing club you have that one yeah this is a kid that i think we all hate 
very well it all started in elementary school when none of my friends really cussed and then i got in the middle school it seemed like everybody just started cussing just for no reason and i think the the reason why they were doing it is because the eighth graders are doing it yeah or i guess to fit in and so i didn't cuss so i challenged my friends hey if you want to hang out with me um i really don't want to hear you cuss Good so a lot of my you. friends did that and uh we got to the eighth grade hey, uh, challenging my to get back. <laughs> let's go start a club where you know We'll be against, you know, sex and cussing and cool. Ugh. Yeah, I think they call that the RNC. And they said, hey, McKay, it's because you, we don't cuss. And so I thought that was really cool. And I was thinking about it that day, and an idea of a no cussing club just popped in my head. And I didn't know if it would last very long or anything. And so I told my friends about it the next day, and they liked it. So we made some flyers and cussed about, about uh, 50 flyers out, and we had our first meeting on June 1st of 2007. You know, this will be cool. Let's all get together and we'll write letters about radio shows and try to get them in trouble. That'd be a lot of yeah. fun. We'll this, be cool. This, this is the kind of kid that ends up uh, creating one of these special interest groups and ends then up writes with horrors, the FCC. Like Elliot Spitzer. Guess what this kid's doing? He's cursing into his pillow, and now he realizes he can never curse in public again because he started this stupid little non-cursing club. Yep, he set a standard way too high for himself, and now. He's just going to build it up in the back of his head till he kills a hooker and yells the F-bomb exactly. into her open wounds. While he's doing it. My mood is soured. As I think about this kid who's getting all this national run. For something as stupid as not cursing. Hey, we're going to not say words. So put <laughs> us on television. Good for you. You hear the yeah. stupid reporter in the background, bitch. Good How for old you. is this kid? Who cares? Eighth I, grade, eighth whatever. Eighth grade, what? That's like Middle 14. school. When did you first start cussing? Uh, it was probably end of elementary school. Second grade. Yeah. I remember it. I was cursing. It was fun. It was yeah. awesome. It's an it's a exciting way to express yourself when you're a kid. What when is someone it? swears... Everybody around you laughs when you're seven years old. Where does it stop? Uh, I started a no cursing club. Then what do you have to create next? You know, because you know, now all of a sudden he's realized he gets some, ad, you know, he's gotten some some pub for it. This is the type of kid that grows up and gives his daughter a purity ring. Yeah, I want to make sure you don't sleep with anybody until you're married. So here's your purity ring. Be a part of this club and that club. Mm-hmm. No cursing. Couldn't imagine a life without cursing. How stupid is it that we can't curse on the radio? We can't talk how normal people talk. These people are you talking in their cars. It's because of this kid. Mm-hmm. This kid acts like he... And that's the other thing, too. This kid heard some cursing in elementary school, hears it all the time in middle school, yet we can't say it on the radio, yeah. and they're able to say it in middle school? What is that? Well, they'll get in-school suspension if they do. No, they won't. You curse all the time. I'm thinking more and more this preacher for Obama had it right. What are we doing in this country? We're celebrating whores. We're not cursing on the... But we really are cursing. Everything is all screwed up with our priorities. Hillary Clinton's going to get into office... And then she's going to go making a big deal about guys like David Schuster when he says that Clinton or that Chelsea's being pimped out. 
when obviously when talking about being a prostitute. Yeah. And if she was, she would, speech. she wouldn't pull 4,300. I don't know. No, I, she I, wouldn't. I'm kind of turned on by her. Oh, no, no. She's a good $700 one. That's one of those you put at the end of the, uh, the end of the web. fluffer? At the end of the website. But no, it's inappropriate. You're inappropriate for pretending like it matters. It doesn't. And that's why I can't stand this Clinton and her wanting to get in. Because that's all she wants to do is limit more of our speech. Guess well, what? Thank you for coming that, around. Guess what? That speech, that preacher, mm-hmm. that is the beauty of America is being able to talk bad about America. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So why are we all up in arms as someone's voicing their opinion? No, we aren't up in arms about them voicing their opinion. Everybody, no one's trying to shut them up. They are. No, they're. they're you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to say this stuff without being labeled something, either racist or a, or, well, of course, a, or a terrorist sympathizer. If you say something, people have the same right to go. Hey, I don't like what you said. Here's no, what I think they, of you because try, of that. Then they try to label you something and throw you in jail. They're not trying to throw you in Guantanamo. jail. Guantanamo. They're trying to throw him in jail. And then or get all of a sudden, you're in there, an extra little Ooh. redheaded fat bastard <laughs> who's all freaked out because the cl- the the bars are closing in on him. I was in here. I got Lunesta. What are you, what are you in here for? I talked about America. That's messed up, dude. Shut up, fat boy. <laughs> now, did you hear about the new guy in Gitmo? No. I guess they've had him for a while. Who's um, this? Uh, Osama's translator. What did he do? Hated America. If you're American, you can hate America. If you aren't, and you hate America, we're going after you. I'm okay with that. If we say that, I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay with that standard. You know, we're here. We've seen it. I can understand that a little bit. All the priorities just messed up. Thank God Joe Radio's around. Teach us how to impeach the president and the vice president. Look at what these sons of bitches have done. The two of them. Gas is nearly five bucks in California. Do you realize the racket that these two ran where gas is literally doubled for all their buddies? It's all doubled and nothing has gone on. Almost tripled now. Um, Nothing. Nothing held accountable. Yet some preacher says something and all of a sudden we're all worried about that. That that's one big thing with me. Uh, people don't. I don't know. For some reason, people don't want to bring it up that gas is so expensive. I mean, they'll bring it up, but they won't do anything about it. Like, oof, this gas. I'll tell you what, it, it, it's killing me. But they won't do anything about it. And look what happened. Look who's done it. Look who's been in. Has there been a bigger failure than President Bush? I'm trying to think throughout the presidencies. Um, think about the- Carter. Carter did the same stuff, and we got rid of him after one term. Yeah, but Carter didn't have a uh, a terrorist attack on his watch. Well, this he, president has that on his resume. I don't know. He had the Iran stuff going on. Yeah, but watch. that wasn't on this soil. But yeah, but that was one thing. Look at President Bush's resume. Uh, uh, Texas Rangers trading Sammy Sosa. I'm 9-11. Just, I'm just saying. Gas prices. Bush is probably... Oh, Bush is probably on the same level as Carter, and that's not good. Oh, and he cleared some brush. Thank you. And then this other... Um, no, I'm, no, I'm talking. 
You can hold the music for a second. Now I'm on a rant here. And then this Dick Cheney, this scumbag. Look at what he's done. Lining their pockets. And no one said, that's what I'm talking about. That's the hypocrisy of these sheeple on the right. Dubs, you. No, they're not, they would rather spend their time talking about some preacher related to someone else than sit there and look in their own closet where half of their senate is in the closet. Mm -hmm. It's just filthy. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Me? All he is. Well, here's another thing. You can't... Just because you point out the right shortcomings doesn't mean that yours are any more diminished because of it. Some I, guy says something as opposed to eight years of what we've had. I'm not saying that... True conservatives like myself do not think Shut that up. Bush has been a good president. It's too late for you running this bit. We don't think so. He's been fiscally liberal. Just lining the pockets of friends and nothing saying anything. Instead of doing what I wanted to do the whole time is let the market correct itself like a real fiscal conservative does. Shut up. He keeps on trying to send us money and give us rebates and do all kinds of these liberal programs. <laughs> the socialist agenda that George Bush has fallen under, Barack Obama has fallen under, Clinton started. All right. You and your bit took the fun out of it. Hit the, hit the out music. It's just an odd night. Cut the music. Stop it. Shut up. All right, there. No one cares, though. We're doomed. Doomed. All I hope is that my Mavericks win the championship this year. Because there probably won't be an NBA next year. Because all you liberals think about is yourself and your happiness. You don't think of the greater good, which is the economy. You think that if government plays mommy and daddy, we'll be able to be all right. If the government could just give me this, I'll be fine. Well, when I get this, I'll need this, and I'll be I'll be good. Thank you, thank you, uh, Mr. President. Thank you. I've tuned you out. Wait one second. I need this, too. Why don't you give me this? Until the government is just running your life 100%. Everybody's making a flat amount of money. No matter how hard you work. I got the white screen of death here. on the cell phone. You know what? People are supposed to fail in this country. People are supposed to be what? I got uh, the white screen of death on my phone. Your phone's dead? My cell phone, I think, finally died. Turn it off. Can you turn it off? I tried it. That's it. Take the battery out. I used to have Joe's number. Now it's gone. Now I'm just going to have to call him like everybody else at 800-636-1067. Joe Radio up next. I don't want to hear any more of your rant. It's not making any sense. It is. It doesn't make any sense. Socialism is Barack Shut Obama up. socialism. All right, I'm done. Cut the music. <laughs> no one else is understanding what you're doing. I haven't had a night like this in the hideout in a long time. I think it's been fun, though.
back on? Congrats. I gotta hurry up and write down all my phone numbers. The government fix it for you, you're fixing it yourself. Hello? Hey. Hello? Hey, Joe. What's up? What's happening, Joe? I heard you talking about me. You need to talk to me? <laughs> you need to be straightened out on something? <laughs> no, my man, we're oh, excited about Joe Radio. Yeah, we're just giving people the phone numbers to talk to you, Joe. Right on. What's your cell phone number? Oh, I'll give it to you right now. <laughs> I'll shoot it to you on the old MySpace. Gotcha. All right, dog. I see you. Joe Radio, love that cat. He's a good dude. Yeah. Good radio show. Fun guy. All right, Dubs. We'll be back next week. Yeah. I doubt it. If we are, it'll be good to see you. If not, whatever. Toodles. 5,000. Yeah.